you might have thought you were in love when you fucking put the key in the door. But once you saw him sitting on the bed, you realized that you were fucked. On the road to the riches, cause it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning. Uh, relax with us and take a trip to the heavens and come and spend a day in the 757. I wanted to continue on a conversation we had from last week. Um, What's that? I had told a story about some chick in school who had brought her kid through the triangle and all that, right? Yeah. Where we used to kick it and all that. And you had told me, you were like, dude, you're like, people are going to know who you're talking about if there's anybody that's listening, you know, that you know. Right. And I, um, I was like, I don't think you understand how, like, my school worked because – there were so many people that were pregnant in my school that there's no way in fuck that anybody's going to know who I was talking about because dog right now I was trying to think of people. I could think of five. Didn't you say she had two kids? I think she had two kids. If I'm not mistaken, how how many people at your school had two kids? I don't know, but, but you know what? It wasn't like uncommon. So she might've had two kids. She might've had one kid. I really don't remember to be honest. I don't know. She's got like 14, but, um, but, Doug, there was like five to ten people I could think of off the top of my head from my class alone who had kids. Yeah. So there there was people from all other classes. Um, let me see. There was some chick. I think she was a freshman that my sister knew like fucking years later. But anyway. But, yeah, no. So there was a shit ton of people to the point where we would have like – I don't know if you guys had it in like your school and shit. But we had things like called spirit days, right? So it would oh, be the, like the rally for the rally. So yeah, so it would be like spirit. So like we we're gonna have a pep rally that week would be spirit days where it'd be like today's fucking um, like we would dress down, quote unquote, dress down other schools. So okay. if we were dressing down like the rival school, it would we would wear their colors, but then like make them look all stupid, like put on right. like nerd nerd glasses and shit. Well, whenever right. they would dress down our school. All the chicks would put like fucking um, basketballs and shit in their shirt because really? that's how common it was in our school. So and when they would have our our school is Yuma High, so at, whenever they would, were dress, you at fucking Planned Parenthood High, bro, or what? <laughs> Basically, Doug. Fucking Doug. When the fucking TV show Teen Mom came out, we were like, "What the fuck? You mean all these bitches in my school could have been fucking getting paid for this? It could have all been on MTV." Yeah, Doug. It was like. Way fucking um oh yeah I'll tell you some shit um after the fact off the air that um how how long it's been around and how common it's been but yeah man it's fucking that's why when when we were talking about it it was like no big deal because I'm like dog there was fucking so many people like like we're right now I'm 33 and we have I have plenty of friends with kids in high school you know right. so so it's just it's a trip man but but anyway uh. I just wanted to to talk about that. Oh, you know what? And then somebody that was listening, um, my buddy Jose that listens from time to time, I actually work with him, and he told me that his girl was listening, and she didn't know that it was like us, like or me from town, you know. So oh, shit, that's cool. What, so when she heard um, me talk about the triangle, she was like, "What the fuck?" Like, because they were on a road trip or something. See, bro, that's your first clue right there, bro. Soon enough, plaques are coming for the wall. <laughs> exactly if people, are, if people are listening from your hometown and they didn't even know that it's you 
So she was like, did he say triangle? She's like, who are you listening to? And he was like, oh, he's like, it's my boy Danny from work or whatever. And um, so she was like, oh, she was like, what the fuck? So she started listening. Like, and so, so anyway, shout out to Jose and Pam because um, they're fucking, I guess they were listening last week and she was tripping out. But, but anyway, what, what did you want to get started on for the week? Uh, the skinny dipping, man. I, I hate to, I hate to tell Spot and Rich, but uh, uh, yeah, they were, they were, they were fucking with Covino about skinny dipping, and and I'm I'm right alongside Covino. My mom was very, uh, I'd never seen her in a bathing suit either. So same here. I I get it, and you know, and, and and like even with my chick, I can't recall a time where we're like, hey, let's go skinny dipping together. You know, maybe you get in the hot tub and the shit comes off. Right, but you don't get in there, fucking like, hey, let's go skinny dipping. What are you fucking thirteen? Like, bro, you're yeah. a forty something year old man and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, at that point, I don't think. Again, not that you don't end up that way at some point or another if you're swimming with your chick or you're in a hot tub with your chick. I get that. Not disputing that, but someone in their forties sounds just a little bit strange. Saying, hey, let's go skinny dipping. And I sure as hell ain't going to skinny dip with no spot and fucking rich. Uh, and I'm not skinny <laughs> dipping with you. I'm not skinny dipping with Columbo or Tip Dog or, or Stick Man. Like none of my homies. I mean, we're homies, but I don't need to see their winky. And, and even like Rich Davis, what's his winky going to produce, bro? A Tic Tac shadow? You know what? That, that's a trip because that was something that Rich thought was completely like foreign when Covino said he never saw his mom in a bathing suit. And Doug, I don't know. It, it's just some people just grow up differently because for me, I never, I mean, to this day, fucking, I'm like I said, 33 years old. I've never seen my mom in a bathing suit, Doug. And I probably seen my dad's legs like in public, like he would wear shorts probably around the house, but in public, I probably saw his legs like twice. I, you know, right. I don't Nah. And my, my pops was like Cavino's pops. He was in cut off jeans for the longest time, bro. And like, you know, and then he finally hit a certain age. He was like, fuck it. He didn't care no more. But, bro, I've never heard my mom cuss. Yeah. Yeah. I've you never know, seen funny. Her, I've never seen her take a drink of anything. It's funny because my mom, like, it's so weird. Like, I was actually having a conversation with my mom the other day because, you know, um, we grew up very conservative to where where they didn't cuss in the house. You know, if they said, like, damn or shit, it was like a big deal, you know? And right. for me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but I fucking like right here, my kids next to me coloring and I just let words fly like whatever. And I think for me, it, it's just like a, it's different. And, and rich talking about, you know, um, like I remember one time he made a comment that he, Covino and rich were going to go to the restroom and. Uh, Rich's dad made a comment like, you guys going to go jack each other off or something, you know? <laughs> and, and I'm like, it's just crazy because I didn't grow up like that, you know? And and so no. to me, to me, that is foreign, you know? And it's not, I don't think it's like crazy, like where Rich says, oh yeah, you know, he saw his mom in a bikini all the time and shit. I don't think it's like foreign, like it's crazy, you know? Because I understand, yeah, people go to the beach and all that shit. But for me, it just never happened. It never you know, like, I don't know. My mom was just always covered up and very conservative, you know? Right, right. No, and I, and that's how my mom was, too. And my pops was a little wilder, but he was still mellow for, uh, you know, for most most purpose. Uh, he was just, I don't know, man. I just, Rich, I ma it makes for good show. It makes uh, for good content and radio. 
But again, Rich gets so wrapped up in the fact that, you know, the way he did shit, like he can't understand if you don't do it. And I just, I no, don't know. No, but you man. know what though? Th- this is what makes me laugh is that, dog, it was his quote unquote first time doing it. So uh-huh. if it really was his first time doing it, why is he acting like ri- like Spot and Covino or whoever whoever the fuck didn't do it or hasn't done it are like fucking weird? But he does that with the stick, the stick. That's just rich, right? He does something, bro, and then it's like he's like the get along gang. He wants everyone else to be on his page. And um, again, man, I, I'm not skinny dipping with my buddies. I'm, I'm just, I'm not doing it, bro. And, and even with my chick, I'm not gonna tell her, "Hey, babe, let's skinny dip." We get into the hot tub and shit, and the pantalones come off and shit, and you know, and things happen. That's one thing. But we're getting in with them on, and we're getting back out with them on. All right. So I guess when that conversation came out about. Dave, the TV show Dave, and did you hear that? You put your dong on my head. We're we're gonna have a problem. The fucking that episode. I watched it last night. It was pretty fucking wild. It was it was fucking wild. But I gotta catch up. No, Doug, that shit. It was fucking wild. I'll tell you that much. But um, so the conversation came about which would you rather see if you absolutely had to see one of them. You, would you rather see your homie's fucking dong or fucking butthole? Probably his butthole. Yeah, I don't know. Cause, cause I'm, you, I'm, and, you know and you know why? Why? Because buttholes, for the most part, don't come in all shapes and sizes, bro. They right? You've seen, in, one, you've seen one butthole. You've seen almost every... I, I, butthole's a butthole. They do come in different colors, though. Long, yeah, as long as that fucker's not all fucking messy. <laughs> I definitely don't want to see his Johnson, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of like thinking like I'm I, I mean I know you have to pick the lesser of two evils, but fuck man, but I don't a, know. But if he's a weird dude, then you got to wonder what he's shoving up that butthole. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true too. Uh, I forgot uh, about that one. Fuck, no, I don't want to bro. Doug, what if you fucking look at your buddy's butthole and it's like a little loose? You know, yeah, you no see, you're like, oh I'm a, shit, I'm a, that's. That's when I just fucking go uh, Ray and Stevie fucking and go blind and I don't I can't see shit. Dog that fucking um Ray and Stevie. But ain't it fucked up he can't see himself, bro? You can see him, but he can't. You know what blows about that is that Doug, like the older he gets, the further his fucking dreads get. Yeah. So, you know, like when he was younger, like he he just he had him like, you know, pulled in a ponytail or whatever. And now, dog, he basically looks like Dr. Phil, you know, with fucking dreadlocks like they're fucking so far back on his head it's like uh-huh. embarrassing and i'm like fuck man i'm like somebody can't tell him yo stevie let's fucking shave these bad boys off you know it's time you can't see you won't even know the difference bro yeah it's fucking crazy like i just trip out on that because i'm like damn like this motherfucker nobody has like the decency to be like hey, yo stevie fucking you got fucking horseshoe type fucking hair now let's just type this let's shave this shit off you know you look like a fucking yeah. ni- nice bald black man that'll be cool you know yeah <sighs> but fuck man um and you oh. can't see yourself so there ain't nothing to get insecure about yeah yeah you know i know you won't and, even and know fucker i i just don't fuck i don't get it man but then again i'm not fucking i'm not blind what do you think about this rich said that he guarantees that con, t- con fuck dog I, I i swear i'm 100% sober and i'm fucking I, i'm over here tripping over my words rich said that he guarantees that tommy has skinny dipped or will skinny dip or isn't opposed to it what do you think about that um i think that's a that might be a maybe just because he's there he's a different generation so i think that if i was tommy's age 
I might feel differently too. Cause I know that, you know, these cats, like even like the nipple, right? Chicks want to show the nipple, free the nipple and they want to not wear bras and like that shit, you know, it wasn't like that when we were growing up, you know what I'm saying? So I think people are a lot more liberal and I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing at all. So I think Tommy being in that generation, yeah, he might, you know, especially if you got, you know, if you ain't got nothing to fucking be shy about, like, you know, I don't necessarily not want a skinny dip because I don't want to show my package. I don't really care about that. I just don't want to see yours. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, but he might not care, bro. He might be from a more liberal generation. And uh, I bet it's the hot, they're hot though, yo. You know what I'm saying? You if know the what? If are hot enough, Tommy's getting in. I'm kind of, kind of changing my opinion right now because I was going to say there's no way. I was going to say Tommy, you know, grew up in the, with the same parents, everything. But you know what made me think about something different right now is how Covino said that Tommy would be like, I'm trying to fuck, yo. And like telling like his parents, like, like, I'm like, don't come downstairs. I'm trying to get it on and shit like that. Bro, That's his name, not he Covino. Is, he's well, and, 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 and Tommy, let's face it, bro. He didn't just get the name Tud Master Tommy for nothing. He needs the tud, yo. He's going to do whatever he needs to do to get that tud. And if that means dropping his shorts, yo, he's going to do it. We're going to have to invite Tommy on to see if we can get an answer straight from the horse's mouth. Ah, fuck, I'm all for it. That sounds like an awesome idea. If he's down, shit, let's bring him. I, I think we're going to have to because, cause, you know, because I'm thinking in my mind, Covino and Tommy both grew up like with the same parents, blah, blah, blah. But you're right. He's... You know, like 16 years younger than Covino, you know, grew up in a different time. His parents were a little older. Um, he maybe had a little more freedom. It, things were a little more liberal. So I'm like, I really do want to get, you know, some of the things that we know about Covino, you know, ask Tommy how he feels about them or or just ask questions, you know, and, and see how different they are. Because I do feel like a lot of things are they're a lot of they're very similar in a lot of ways. Um, so I don't know. It, it'd be interesting to ask him some things, you know? Well, and, and you know, and the thing too is, is that, uh, isn't Tommy the youngest? Yeah. Of all the Covinos, right? He's the baby. Yeah. He's the baby. Well, and, and parenting, you know, I was in a relationship, uh, two different relationships where there were, you know, the girl had a couple of different children and then I had my daughter and, and just even the way I was raising my daughter before I went into that relationship or just how I saw the interaction between how she treated her youngest versus her oldest. I think that when you're a first time parent, um, you know, you're kind of figuring shit out based on things you've seen, you know, maybe the input from your parents helping you out. But once you did it a couple of times, I think how you parent changes a little bit too. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I need to be more hardcore in this area. Cause if not, this little fucker's going to go do some shit he shouldn't do. Or in this area, maybe where you were too hardcore, you're like, eh, he's not going to do nothing anyways. No big deal. So, um, you know, and, and I think technology and time was the biggest one I can come to mind. But, you know, the, the oldest kid didn't get a cell phone until they were damn near 15 or 16, where the youngest kid gets one at like seven or eight and sometimes even younger now. But as a parent, you realize that that tool helps you keep track of your kid. So the kids don't understand it. But I think things change from when you if you have multiple children. So from when Covino was born versus Tommy, um, not the love and maybe not being a, a overbearing mom kind of like folding clothes and shit like that. But I'm sure Tommy was allowed to get away with way more. Yeah, no, I, I think so. And think about it by the time they have five kids. So think about it. Like say they had Tommy, let me see. Tommy's like 27 or 28. I think he's like my sister's age. So, you know, his parents were a little older. They weren't the 20 year old parents that they were when they had Covino. 
So you think right. about that, you know, they were in their mid to late thirties, whatever. And I think they, they could have been even a little more tired, you know, like, fuck, like they were, this is their fifth kid. You know, by the time he's 10 or 11, they're like in their fucking mid to late forties. And they're like, all right, let's fucking, I mean, whatever, you know, throw them right. in the little like, league. And then, what, and at that, and I think you just made a great point because at that stage of your life, if you give a little, where maybe as a 20 year old, you're stubborn and you're hard headed, you weren't willing to give a little then, but in your forties, you're like, yeah, I'll give a little right now, but it's also right. going to make, it's going to make my life easier too. Uh, the other day, I don't know if you heard it on Thursday, they were giving a shout out to fucking bone thug and harmony. Did you hear that in the morning? Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to just give a shout out to Bones fucking Hell Raised. He got Hell Raised clothing line fucking Bones Jones. I don't know about Thug and Harmony, but I do know Bones. And if you're into biker shit and some fucking hillbilly shit and some fucking rocker shit, Bones got a fucking clothing line. Shout out Bones Jones. Shout out fucking Hell Raised fucking clothing line. Check him out on IG. Hell Raised. Um, but Bones Jones, like John Bones Jones? No, no, he was Bones Jones back when, in like the 80s. He used to like uh, this cereal called fucking Ice Cream Jones and the Ice Cream Cones. And fucking, we were kids, and he come to school singing the fucking commercials. We started calling him Jones, and then it was fucking Bones Jones. Oh, so and then it this was is a fucking, homie. Homie, yeah, homie. Oh, I thought fucking John it, Bones Jones was fucking over here releasing fucking biker wear. I was like, what the fuck? Nah, this is just the homie Bones. Anyways, he's on fucking, he's on IG, so I was giving him a little love. But no, nah, I want to talk about fucking um, um, a handshake, bro. Do you, have you ever had a fucking handshake with your buddies or a buddy where you guys like had a fucking a secret handshake? Nah. Never, huh? <laughs> nah, I can tell you that right off the bat, no. Me neither, bro. Growing up, I never did that. Me and my homies never did that. But Kukui's getting a little older, bro, and fucking... I don't know, bro. I've been having so much fun at this new job. Me and the fucking Husky Nipple, we came up with the Husky Shake. You got the Husky Shake? The Husky Shake. One day I'm going to bring them on, dude, and we'll, we'll demonstrate the Husky Shake. But I was, no, it, I'm not opposed to it. I just never have. I've never me had either. it. Me you neither. Know? Me neither. I grew up with Vatos, bro. They didn't do no handshake and shit. They did gang signs. Yeah. I know some gang signs, bro, from growing up, but I, I never did no handshake. But, um, but no, it was dope. We got this little Husky Shake, bro, we do at work. You know, it's funny. Um, it's funny because we had like there was these two white kids in school, um, Nick Johnson and Mark Welter. They they played like baseball and fucking football. They were like all into sports and shit. Well, Doug, it was so fucking funny. Mark was like the nicest dude of all time, and Nick was all right, but I really didn't know him. But Doug, they had this. They every fucking day they would do the um, Will Smith and fucking DJ Jazzy Jeff little fucking, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Doug, I had them um, both in a class one time, and every fucking morning they'd see each other. They'd do the little Will Smith and jazz handshake, and I was like, oh, that shit was funny because, I don't know, it just wasn't like that with my homies, you know? Yeah, no, I, me either. Me either. And, you know, I'm, I'm a little older now, so I think as you get, you know, you get older, you fucking, you're open to different shit or whatever. So, uh, yeah, bro, no, I know it's good because, fucking, I've only been there a couple of months, and uh, we got the fucking handshake, and... We're supposed to go bowling as like a little crew, like our work, and we're going to bust out that handshake on the bowling alley. That's what's up. Um, fucking, I, I, you know what? I'm sure you told me before, but I, did, I didn't even realize that Husky Nipple's over there working with you as well at the new gig. Yeah, no, he is. That's, That's where I met up. him, bro. Oh, for real? Yeah, Husky. You met him at the new place? At the new spot. Oh, shit. I thought you've known him for years. Nah, it feels like it, but nah, bro, I've known him for two months. That's crazy, because he sounds like a fucking, like a legit homie that just fell right into place, you know? 
you know when you meet cats and you could tell like they're, yeah. they're hella cool so he's just one of those dudes you could just tell he's hella cool and and he's not you know he's not like weird about weird you know some dudes like you meet them and they seem cool but then maybe when it's time to split the tab or it's time to fucking go get lunch like you could tell right away they're shady husky ain't like that bro he's hella cool and and yeah no we've been uh We've been fucking, we've been talking shit at work, bro. We have fucking fun. We got a bunch of inside jokes that no one knows about. And, and, uh, oh, it's fucking great, bro. Great dude to work with. Oh, you know what? Um, this is kind of off topic, but it just reminded me. I don't know what you said that reminded me of it. Um, you and I actually got invited to come out on, on a podcast this coming week. Um, hold on. Very cool, Bubba. Um, we got invited to come out on a podcast called This Is Wild. So, yeah. um, yeah, Who's that at? they the dude hit me up on Twitter and um said that he wanted to to have us on and I think next Friday if possible he wanted to have us on. So, I fuck I'm down. What time? So, I'm not sure. I need to hit him up and and see what's up, but I told him I'd let him know cuz I didn't talk to you yet. But yeah, fuck um, yeah, I'm down. But yeah, no, I think it'd be it'd be cool. So anyway, um, look out for us on the This Is Wild podcast next Friday, which would be the what, like eighth or some shit. I don't yeah, know, whatever, so. whatever Something the fucking, like whatever Friday is. Um, but fuck, man, I lost my train of thought. There was okay, we're talking about husky nipple. We're talking about the fucking podcast. We're talking about um, my two five getting love on free Twitch Friday. Hey, he's been joining. Huh? It's been like bro, it been like, it's been great. It's been two weeks now, huh, that he's been joining in on Fridays. But they gave, not only was he in the chat, like, I, I listened, you know, I, that, I was off, so I was able to listen to the majority of that show. And uh, he was involved in the chat, bro. He was heavily involved in the yeah. chat board. And they kept giving him love. They showed one of his countdowns. Fuck, bro, that made me fucking Kool-Aid smile. I was all, because I, I watch him a lot, dude, on, um, you know, I got, you know, everyone got their TikTokers, right, that they like. Like, maybe you watch For You or Following, but you know the ones that you go to that are going to make you laugh no matter what. And yeah. he's one of them. And um, so just to see, you know, obviously the best live uh, podcast show on the planet, um, you know, having my two five on there. Like we've all talked about it for months and like it happened. Uh, it was it was a feel good moment. No, I thought it was, I thought it was super cool because they got to do their countdown. They, I mean, if he listened, I don't know if he listened to the beginning of the show, but with the intro, he's in their intro. Even um, mm-hmm. there's even a little on the t- free Twitch Friday. There's a little head that you can put as like an emoji or whatever, but it's Mike five, two, five said. So people yeah. were putting that in shit while he was on. So it was cool, man. It was really cool. I like that guy. He's hella cool. And so just, you know, I know I can never do it exactly like he does it, but I try to do my best to pay homage, you know, and just try to give him when I, when I'm trying to imitate it, it's, it's from, 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 I'm coming from a form of flattery. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I like the guy and I'm trying to like pay respects and, uh, but I'll never be Mike two five, five, two five, but no, he's awesome. No, I, no, definitely. I think that kid's fucking hilarious. And and it's funny because he was even chiming in talking about all these people that had died that, you know, he was sad about and missed and shit. Kobe. And I was like, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, oh man. I was like, it's funny because, um, even one time when spot was going to put a picture of some chick on the screen, he was like, Mike, he was like, cover your eyes. Hey, although Mike five, two, five, if you're listening, Hey, bro, he, he kind of let up. I heard his, his newest one is a top five ice cream flavors. Let's go. And I haven't he heard in, that one. Oh, it's a good one. And he came in. I won't ruin it, but he came in with his number one. And uh, I just missed that. And coming out of number one. 
It just yeah. I didn't he- I didn't hear that same fucking passion on his number one. So I don't know if he was sick or or uh, he's just I don't know. But that coming to number one, Mike, you got to You got to You got to put that love back into it. You know, it's funny. It's funny that you do your mic impression. And I'm like, there's something about people that like get your attention that you enjoy watching because like Doug, like I don't think if people fucking did an impression of me, they would fuck. I mean, what would you do? You know, but him, he has such a distinct thing that when you go coming in at number one, like, yeah, Doug, it's so crazy that he, he fucking like he's got his little fucking like. There's something about him, and I don't know. That's what's like kind of captivating in a way that makes you want to keep watching him. There's something about him where fucking he's got it, you know. He, he does, you know. It's crazy, and he's only like 16. Well, some of his top fives that he does, I could give a shit what he's top five in, but it's the passion that he puts into the top five, right? I like the, I obviously like, you know, someone likes the chief a lot. I like the cereal ones. I like the ice cream ones. I like the pizza topping ones. I like those. But some of the shit, like, I don't care what your worst subject is in, in school and subjects that you hate and, you know, best holidays and like some of that stuff I could give two shits about. But somehow when, when he does it, it makes you care. Yeah, it, that's fucking funny because... You know, like like even um the one that they revealed on Friday where he said, you know, the top five reasons to be a senior citizen. You know? Yeah, bro. Like, Doug, like you think who the fuck? And I, I'm that's not thinking I, that far ahead yet. That's what made me laugh. And I go, that's why like people like him have a certain talent for this kind of shit, because you could literally do like the top five reasons why I like coffee tables or whatever the fuck. And like, right. but who, who would think about that kind of shit, you know? And it's fucking funny. Somebody like him has a talent for that kind of shit. Well, I want to say thanks to Covino and Rich because they made a comment that made me think and take a, I might even have to take action, bro. What's up? After he did that, I think, uh, I don't remember if it was Covino or Rich, but they were talking about the dude that lived to be 112 and thinking how many times he's got the pimp social security, bro. You can't get that shit till you're 65. Meanwhile, dude's got it for damn near 50 years. Yeah, they were, that's what they were saying is that they go, this motherfucker has been having social security for like 40 years now or whatever because he was, what, 113 or some shit? Well, bro, and they're betting on you to croak young, bro. But if you live over 100, you win that battle, bro. And and think about it. You start work, you know, a lot of people at 18, some people 20, whatever. But if you're paying them, if you do it from 20 to 65, they're getting you for 45 years. So can I live to 110 to break even? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're still going to win because what they took is not what they gave you back. So I got to yeah. devise myself a strategy and a plan, bro. I need to call Oprah, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig's. I need to have us a team huddle and get me a, a some type of a dietary plan that's going to help me live to 110 so I can get my fucking money back or at least some of it. Doug, have you heard the newest fucking, um, the newest Covino and Rich's TikTok with Covino doing an impression of his grandma? No. Oh, uh, you haven't heard it with, with fucking, um, let me see. I gotta play this shit for you. I fucking love this shit, and and <laughs> it cracks me up because it's not even like fucking hella funny. It just it cracks me up because there's a little clip of Cavino doing an impression of his tita, right? And watch, let me see if you can play the fucking audio on here. Here we go. You ready for the newest fucking jam of the fucking of 2021? Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. All right. Can you hear it? <laughs> No, Steven, I got you Captain Crunch. Chulo. No, Steven, I got you Captain Crunch. <laughs> yeah, I like it, bro. 
Steven, I got you, Captain Crunch. Crunch, crunch, crunch. No, Steven, I got you, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch, Captain Crunch. No, Steven, I got you, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch, Captain, Captain, Captain Crunch. No, Steven, I got you, Captain Crunch. No, Steven, I got you. I think it's fucking cracking me up. It's so fucking That's stupid. That's fucking great. Oh my goodness. I fucking I was playing that for my daughter, Doug, and it was fucking hilarious because she was fucking she couldn't help it. She just heard it and she was like She started fucking dancing. It's a jam, bro. It's a rhythm. <laughs> no, Steven, I got you cup in the crunch. No, oh, Steven, I got you cup in the crunch. Cup in the crunch. Cup in the crunch. That's the fuck that's the new that's the new jam, Doug. Hell yeah! Uh, oh, Doug, it, there was something I took from this week where, where I feel like, if if there's ever anything where I feel like I'm a hundred percent right, and I feel like even like you're not agreeing with me, Doug, right. we can always we can always go to this. Look at Daniel Javier Fitz is right. <laughs> uh, he stays giving us love too. Much love, Cavino, bro. Shout out, that's, Cavino. That's so. What's up, Doug? So I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Or Al Kukui, I don't give a fuck if you say that. You know, I don't you're believe wrong, it. You're wrong, bro. You're wrong. You're wrong. Daniel Javier Fitz is right. My bad, bro. You know, that's bro. Fucking... You win. You win, bro. I'm out. Uh, oh, you know what? That's what I fucking I thought about earlier. All right, so we had a giveaway last week, right? Yes. Where we gave away a Patreon tier two. Um, and I I do want to say. I think it was Charles from El Paso, if I'm not mistaken, that won. And this you dude, give it to a Texas, some of them I was going, we were going to, but this motherfucker never reached out. Sorry, Miguel. And, and um, <laughs> this this dude never reached out, and I even hit him up so I could be like, "Hey, dude, like you fucking, you won this shit, and nothing." So you know what? What I'm gonna do is, if you're listening to this episode. Wait, you know what? Hold on. Let's fucking throw this shit on here. Here we go. Let's run it back. Covino and Rich, tier two giveaway. Charles from El Paso didn't claim his prize. So if you're hearing this right now and you hit us up after show BL across all social media or you text us 928-235-5285, we will give you the free patreon for the month of july Kavino and rich tier two giveaway and hurry your ass up because it's already july 3rd you need to get the full month you need to get the full month so charles from El paso you missed you missed it you messed up but right now whoever hears this if you want a fucking tier two package if if you're listening to us because maybe you know one of us and you don't fucking know Kavino and rich that's very cool you can get the package hit us up if you fucking if you listen to Kavino and Rich every day, tier two, and you want to give it to one of your friends, what we do, the way we do the giveaway, because there's no technical way to do a giveaway for Patreon, what we do is we'll just fucking give create the account, subscribe to Kavino and Rich, tier two, and then we'll give you the login, and then um, you get to use it for that month. So if you're interested in that, just hit us up and we'll go ahead and give you guys a tier two package for the month of July. And, and it won't be just a month because if you actually use the subscription and you watch Spotty's Yoga and mm -hmm. Sarah's Cakes mm -hmm. and Sauna of Rage and everything else that comes with that tier two package, you're going to sign up for good. So just go ahead and do that. It, it, I think that's going to be the new slogan for the tier two package from Sarah's Cakes to the Sauna of Rage. To Spotty's fucking yoga. It doesn't rhyme, but it's there. Uh, Spotty's yoga 
to Sarah Spoga. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Fuck, whatever. <laughs> well, just we'll fucking get the package. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And uh, you know, one of the things I'm excited about is that Cavino mentioned that uh, Tickle Sack might be having a reunion and be doing some new songs. Not necessarily a reunion, but we might hear from Tickle Sack again. You know, bro, I hope so. But you know what, bro? I was always, I wish one day, bro, I could get a verse. Just can I get one verse on the Tickle Sack? If Covino's listening, hey, I got some skills, bro. I own a music company. We put out, we sold thousands of CDs. I mean, can I get one verse? I wasn't the artist. I just put it all together. But uh, I could write, bro, and I can be a smartass, and I got jokes. Let me get a, let me get 16 bars, Covino. Hey, you know what? And, and that's what you and I talked about, doing like a, a side project for like a tickle sack. But um, yeah. fuck, man, it's just so damn time-consuming right now. I'm just like, fuck, I'm trying to fit it in, and I just can't. But but we, we need to. We need to make that a priority as well. Yeah, for sure, bro. Let's make some bangers. Yeah, we'll make some bangers. Like, we fucking... We may not be be able to do the fucking um, tickle sack quality, but who knows, dog? I don't know, bro. El Kakui screen shares already went platinum in three countries. No, <laughs> Steven. I don't know why I fucking dig that song. It's fucking stupid, but it cracks me up. Uh, but yeah, anyway, we're giving away another tier two package. Well, not another one, the original one, but well, I guess we can't say another one because we've yeah. given away like three already. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, so fucking um let me see. Oh, did you watch any of that shit on Netflix that this is pop? No. Dog, fuck it. That shit was fucking good. Did you ever enjoy like Boys to Men and shit back in the day or no? When I was grinding. Like, like, like that, but I gotta be straight out. Like if we were trying to get in the pantalones and shit, we put that shit on. But that was it wasn't I wasn't listening to it at home by myself in my room. <laughs> fuck oh. no. Hell oh, no, bad. bro. All right, my then, shit all right, was then. too short and fucking drew down and the loonies and E40, Mac Dre, Messy Marv. I mean, Messy Marv has some female friendly songs that we would play. But no, if I was by myself with the homies, hell no. But Joe to see boys to men. If you were with the Vejita and you were trying to get in the fucking, you know, then you would. Yeah. Uh, then that's when that shit would come on. You had the panty drop of music, but it only got played at panty dropping times. Well, all right. Well, fucking all right. I listen to some corny shit. Not that Boys to Men is corny, but like you said, it is kind of more female oriented. But Little Nas is not in my playlist either. Bro. I fucking love some Boys to Men. But dog, that fucking show, they had um Boys to Men. They had T Pain. They had like the Swedish people. Um, that ah, fuck man. So anybody that's not as fucking um hardcore as El Kukui. <laughs> that digs <laughs> bro. Fuck, that digs fucking pop and shit um dog like the t-pain the t-pain little fucking shit was dope so um yeah that series that this is pop series was fucking good man and, and, and i'm not saying i'm hardcore but you know i shout out my homies i grew up with all the time the tip dogs the Columbos, Stickmans, goldies uh you know a lot of them cats Honest to God, even Jenkins that just came by right now, bro, none of them had it down like a tape recorded. Like, it was, I don't know. It's just, and it's not that we were, excuse me. It's not that we were hardcore. But uh, I don't know. Unless these dudes were listening to it in their room with the lights off or in the shower when no one was around, I never heard none of them playing no damn boys to men. Like, I ain't ever walked in, like, go to Columbo's, boom, boom, boom. Columbus here? Yeah, right, come on in. 
go to his door, open the door, and Boys to Men playing in the background. I've never had that. Doug, I fucking I loved Boys to Men so so much that I knew their fucking songs in Spanish too. No, they had like Doug, they had like um I'll make love to you. It was like Yo te voy a amar cuando digas tú. You know, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Duh, yeah, I'm not dude. knocking it, bro. That's that's you know, that's that's dope because I'm sure, especially with the Chiquitas, bro, that'll that'll definitely get you in the pantalones. You start singing that shit, <laughs> but um, nah, but fucking that that this is pop shit. And you know what? And, and and honestly, to go with your fucking point, is that I wasn't bumping this shit with the homies either, believe me, dog. I mean, but but I, I was in my room, like, fucking, although we've come, you know, I was fucking. I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to be in a boys to men group, you know? Um, hey, bro, anything for the cheeks is Kakuya approved, bro. Hey, well, it reminds me of Kavino when he said the first time he heard um, the Backstreet Boys, they were um, singing. I don't know what the fuck they were singing, but Kavino thought it was a black R&B group because their yeah. shit was a lot more R&B. That's what they were basically. And they talk about it in this fucking um, documentary, but I've known because I'm in that fucking world of like fucking cheesy pop music. But they modeled the fucking the boy bands off of like these fucking groups like New Edition, Boys to Men, and shit like that, where they they were way more R and B, right? And and you know, and that's actually one of the things that were. I, I mean, now I'll bring I'm going I'm going way more into this pop shit. But when O Town wanted to do their second CD, they wanted to go more rock because a lot of the other boy bands were going more R and B. So they were thinking like, okay, let's go, let's be different. And, um, but yeah, anyway, anyway, um, well, that this even, is, even like, is fucking dope. Even like the shit I grew up on, like Mac Dre, bro. He even had a, he even had a lyric. He had a bar and said, I'm not Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, or Mike. I go old school on a bitch hard. Like Ike, like we were Ooh. into that Ike Turner shit. Like, I don't know. And again, I'm not knocking nobody, but that's what I was listening to at like 14, 15, 16. And so we were trying to be. You know, it's that old school Bay Area music. So they were teaching you how to be a hustler, how to be a player, how to not get caught slipping, how to have game, you know, like how to be just have game, command the attention in the room, dress sharp, just just to be a player. Boy, that's just I don't know. That's we've got evolved and all that. Have your money, have dope shit, have the newest shit. Um, I don't know, man. That's that's, you know, but I get it and I respect it because, yeah, there was a lot of people bumping that shit. Hey, you know what, though? I'm thinking it might be like an age thing, too, because. When I was like 14, 15, 16, like that too, I would, Doug, that was around the time like I got into Easy E, NWA, and all that kind of shit. But uh, the shit, like all that other shit was, Doug, I was like fucking like maybe 11 or 12, maybe 10. And that was like when the boy bands and shit hit like hard. And then, of course, I went through different phases of music. And it's fucking funny that you would go to like, I had like my little boy band phase and then I had the phase like you're talking about. I don't know if it's that age when um I got into Tech Nine and Easy E yeah. and you know and, and you and I don't know, Doug, there's just like you're feeling maybe it's cause you're like growing up, you're feeling a little more hardcore and shit, and then you're like, you know, motherfuck Dre, motherfuck Snoop, motherfuck Death Row, yo, and here comes my left blow, you know? Like yeah. I don't know why I don't know why I went into a, a notorious B.I.G. kind of accent when I was singing Easy E. Well, you know what's crazy, though, is that, like, for us, especially being out here in Fresno, um, you know, we're right in the middle of L.A. And, and the Bay Area. And so, you know, a lot of, especially, like, I grew up with a lot of fucking vatos, and, and, you know, half are from L.A. or a lot are from the Bay. You know, there's a lot of mm -hmm. Bay Area people, and there's a lot from L.A., from the South. And um, so we're kind of like, and since we're in the middle, we're almost like the little brother to both. 
But Fresno's got that mentality where they're trying to act harder than both. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like the little the little brother. Like you want to show up and show out any chance you can to show that, hey, motherfucker, don't forget about me. I'm over here too. And uh, in 1988, that's when Too Short came out with that song. Say ho, dun 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 dun. Yeah, you. You ever remember that? Can I ask you a question? You ever remember that well, song? I, like that? Sh- I was well, young, I remember. Bro. I remember 1988 because that's when um, Too Short came out with that, and that's when I yeah. came out of the womb. Oh, there you go. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, even well, even in '91, DJ Quick was talking about sweet black pussy. Always talking about it because I love it, and like that's the shit that we were listening to. You know, High C, DJ Quick, uh, Ice Cube, uh, you know, NWA, E40, like that old school Spice One. Can't forget about Spice One. Doug, when you talk about High C, all I picture is Fruit Punch. Oh, bro, no, High C, DJ Quick's homie. The album was called Scandalous, and then he had a couple other ones. I never heard ones. of it. Second to None, oh, those were classics. I never fucking heard of High C in my life besides the fucking oh, juice. You had to check it out, bro. He had some jams on there. And he's half, and the thing about High C that made him tight was he was half Latino. So, like, he was half brother, half Latino. So he's got sitting in the park waiting for, ooh, ooh. And he's busting to it, though, bro. And there's some jams oh, on there. Whoa, did you fucking, you know what? That sounds like definitely like, um, like too, not too short, like fucking Mr. Little One and Night Owl and shit like that. Did you listen yeah. to any of them? Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, a lot of my homies did. They weren't on my playlist, but the homies did. Dog, so, fucking. They they would do shit like that where it would be like, like um, like night out. Lighter shade like of he brown had, though. Bro, light, lighter shade of brown though, bro. And fucking uh, baby bash when he was with JT and they were on doing, a Sunday afternoon. Is that yeah, what you're talking about? bro. Oh yeah. Hey, B Riles. You want to hear a side note, bro? B Riles. Yeah. I shouted him out before. He uh. Long time ago when I owned my hip-hop label, we went to the strip club in Reno, and there was a stripper. She was on me, bro. She was all on me, and I was, I was, I was in a relationship at the time, so I was trying to be a good little boy, and uh, I was trying to behave myself. Trying. Well, trying. I, no, and, and you know what? I think I might have got the lap dance or whatnot, but, but I could tell that it was about to go farther, so I had to remove myself from the situation. So uh, I called B. Riles over because at the time he lived in Reno, and he uh, he went and he started macking and whatnot. And somewhere I got video of that chick because I was interviewing. We were putting a DVD together we were going to release for the album, and I had interviewed her in front of another strip club the next day. I had it, dude. She was in pocket, but I was like, nah, I'm good. So I called B. Riles over there, and B. Riles, he's a brother. He's half white, half black with blue eyes, bro, and he's been killing ladies since he was like 12 with them eyes, bro. He just looks at yeah, them like freeze. I bet oh, a half so, black dude with fucking blue eyes. Yeah, oh, come so on, he, dog. Come so on. So he, so he. Uh, hey, bro, I get too excited over there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh. so he came in like he came in like Black Superman, bro, and he came in and swooped her, and he ended up having like a three year relationship with her. Oh, and, uh, for real. And she was the baby mama. She had kids with one of the dudes from Lighter Shade of Brown. Oh, for real. Yeah, so you're he, gonna have to he, you're gonna have to um, tell me who this chick is, uh, you know, later. I I'll figure it out. We'll get, we won't post it on uh, shit that's getting uh, broadcast at the space station. But yeah, I'll tell you offline. <laughs> uh, damn, that's crazy though. It, it's crazy because like, um, you know, I think about a lot of those acts like that that would fucking rap and shit to like those uh, those oldies and shit. Doug, that was some that was another phase like. Kind of like that I went through because I went through like a phase of like lowrider oldies and shit. But -hmm. then I went through another phase with like Little One and Night Owl and fucking Diablo and all these people fucking um, singing to like they had their own shit. But then they had a couple of songs every now and again where they would go over a fucking um, 
they would go over like an old school track and rap to it, you know, and they would like keep the chorus in or some shit and then do like their verses. And then it would come back to like angel baby or some shit, you know, I I thought that kind of shit was dope as fuck. And you know, what's crazy, bro. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but since I'm, we put it out there, I'm gonna put it out there. Mm -hmm. One thing that's crazy about me, bro, except except for like growing emotionally and like responsibly and, and, you know, becoming like a, a good adult, not yeah. really much has changed for me, bro. Like I've been listening to the same music. I've been dan- dressing the same way, you know, like these straight all style tees. But then I can, you know, I could wear a brand new one every day. But uh, I got all style tees. I'm busting some 501s with some Air Max or some Jordans with my hat, my gold chain and my my fucking princess cut. You know, I mean, I replaced my Rolex with an Apple Watch. But I mean, I'm pretty much the same dude. I've been dressing like that since I was 14, 15. Yeah. You know, I like, but my buddy Tip Dog, he's had some phases, bro. He was, he was a stoner at one point. He was a tagger at one point. Fucker's a cowboy. Now he's fucking Joe Wilderness. Like he was Von Deutsch at one point. So like he kind of did do phases, um, but I never really have, bro. I've always listened to the same music, um, you know, which I'm trying to grow, bro. I'm trying to get outside of that bubble. Um, but no, I don't know. When it comes same to music, not- same clothes. When it comes to music, I've been fucking, um, I've had a million different phases. When it comes to clothes, dog, my shit has, for the, at least the last, like, 15 years or so, um, has been exactly the same, dog. Like, fucking, just black everything in a fucking hat, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that it's funny because that's something that, I don't know, I, I don't think I really even had, like, different little fucking phases in high school it was just like i wore whatever the fuck i wore i wasn't too into like fashion or nothing but then like after high school is when i went through my little fucking i'm just gonna wear fucking black everything and i dug it i thought it was kind of cool and um like luis's dad asked me like a month ago mijo he was like why are you always wearing all black and I was like, I told him, I was like, because it's fucking sexy. And he looked at me like I was fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what's funny, bro? My chick, I don't know if she's going to listen to this one or not, but she just told me yesterday that I am sexy and all black and that I shouldn't be wearing black around anyone but her. Oh, see, I dug. What I, what I, all right. All right. Fernando, I'm telling you, El Venado, my fucking, my older homie. I'm what about El Venudo, bro? <laughs> What the fuck is Benudo? That's your main vein, bro. You're Benudo. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you said I, when <laughs> I go Benudo, I go... I go, did he mean, did he mean Menudo? No, Venudo, you're vain, bro, you're Venudo. <laughs> all right, all right. No, it's Venados to, to, to see, if, see if you can get him to verify if Venudo's a thing. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm sure we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you remember hey, this? Speaking, speaking real of quick, fucking... on, my, on my clothes game, bro, I forgot to give you the update. I have what, uh, updated one aspect of my clothes game, bro. What is I it? had to step it up to fucking $30 Tommy John's. I like the oh, pouch really? it gives my fucking Wessel. I love how my Wessel can curl like a snake in that fucker. <laughs> it can curl like a snake. Holy fuck. <laughs> it can kind fuck. of fucking chill and wrap around. It got, like a, it got a fucking, it got a, a Wessel pouch, bro. And that's bone for all you people that don't know what a Wessel is. That's fucking funny that you say that, Doug. <laughs> it, it, it curls up like a fucking, like a, like a shit emoji. It, no, just, I just kind of fucking, it just kind of does a little fucking softy curl. <laughs> just a... Just a <laughs> <laughs> That's the softy curl, bro. But now Tommy oh. John, shout out Tommy John's because those were a life changer. Really? 
You got to have good chones, bro. I hate, I mean, I'm a boxer, dude. I wore boxers since like the fifth grade, but it just gets to a point where your shit gets all the way to the left or it slips out through the front and, and it just, I love boxers. Don't get me wrong. I even knocked boots with some boxers, but uh, as long as the trap door is big enough, but I did have to upgrade to Tommy John because, uh, nah, man, Tommy John, you got to have good socks, bro. If you're going to put gold on your toes, you got to put Tommy John's on your fucking Johnson. No, I'm, I'm right there. I don't, I don't use Tommy John's, but fucking, but. A good pair of draws, dog, is a life changer. A good yeah. pair of draws is fucking, dog. I fucking, I went through so many fucking underwear before I found the ones that fucking are dope as fuck. And I'm telling you, dog, anybody that's wearing fucking um, boxer briefs or something, and you're wearing fucking, um, Hanes. and they're like mostly cotton, yeah, dog, you're fucking. Bro, if they still got all the bowl of fruit on the back label at your fucking back, you need to the whole bowl of shit. fruit. Yeah, you still wear fruit, fruit of the looms and shit. You better upgrade your shit. Oh, dog, those are fucking. When, whenever I think of like draws and shit, the fucking. When I think of like cotton, I just think, oh my, how what a terrible experience, you know? Fucking five seconds into your day, the legs all stretched out, feel stupid. Now they're just loose. Fuck that shit, dog. You gotta have well, some good draws, though. So. Yeah, well, not only that, a couple times I went to jail, once as a kid and once as an adult. Them draws they give you there are fucking, you can't, you gotta step your shit up. Get some Tommy Johns. Tommy Johns are, yeah, Tommy Johns. Get your Tommy Johns. Are you are you telling the jails they need to get people Tommy Johns? Is that what you're saying? They, the jail, fuck it, they waste money and everything else, bro. At least give those miserable fuckers some Tommy Johns. <laughs> and, the uh, chicks, and, they that, have, and the chicks, they can have Tommy Janes. Oh, you know, oh, speaking of fucking, um, like, style and shit, one of the things that Covino and Rich brought up, um, this, I think it was this week where they're making fun of Rich's t-shirt from back in the day that said, you know, tough guys wear pink. Do you remember that phase of like the early two thousands where dudes were wearing pink because they were fucking tough bro, and they were cool? Hey bro, it was salmon. What, what, whatever salmon pink. That's what, but that's how they get away from pink. Like when they were doing it, they're like, it's not pink. It's salmon. <laughs> Fuck you. That it still looks pink, bitch. It's pink. It's pink. No, you know what? I, And I'm not like, I don't think I've ever worn a pink shirt. But And I'm not saying that makes me fucking cool or not. But I just never went through that phase. When people went through that phase, I thought it was fucking stupid. You, you know, know like, I wish I could find it, bro. I had a pinkish, reddish pink shirt. And I think I actually fucking wore it picture day fourth grade bro but it was a fucking spuds mckenzie shirt i got at the carruthers fair so uh i can get by with that one you know what i think i've seen that picture i think it's on your instagram it might be bro i think it's fucking you had but like hey, kind of floppy hair red. and i, I think yeah. you're missing some teeth i probably was bro i was waiting <laughs> spuds mckenzie shout out spuds hey bro what's your you know what that's another question i got for you since we're add what's your what's favorite up? fucking mascot or logo on tv bro we got spuds mckenzie the target dog you got fucking the Noid from Domino's is making a fucking comeback. I don't know, bro. The fucking lizard on fucking Geico. You got a favorite? As far as like, um, just like anything, like iconic fucking mascots or figurines, like like not people on commercials. You know what I mean? Um, because they should bring back Spuds and Max Hedrum, bro. Remember the Max Max Hedrum on Coca Cola back in the like eighties. I don't remember that. I might be a little a little young well, for that. All these kids are biting our shit anyways, bro. They done remade fucking Ninja Turtles and every fucking thing we done did good in our lifetime and shit. Why don't they bring back some of those commercials, man? You know what? I'm thinking of fucking... Um, uh, I don't know if I'm thinking brands and... 
maybe fucking <laughs> Tony the Tiger or some shit. I don't know. I'm trying to think yeah. of something from when I was fucking young. That Captain Crunch, bro. Oh, that's probably got to be my favorite then. Probably right. the Captain Crunch dude. He's always fighting the Soggies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think bro. that's my shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Captain Crunch is cool. And then you know what? Maybe I have a thing for the fucking captains because Captain Obvious, I think it's fucking funny too on those commercials. Hey, he you is know? funny. <laughs> so, oh, you know what? One of my fucking favorite, um, and this isn't like a mascot. This is like an actual person. So I'm kind of deviating away from the fucking, the actual purpose. But fucking the mascot that, I don't remember what car insurance had it, but it was fucking Mayhem. Yeah, Mayhem. He was dope. The, the Mayhem dude was fucking crazy. Was he, he was fucking dope. So that was one that I, I enjoyed as an adult. I had a couple toxic exes like that, bro. La oh yeah, La Toxica. I definitely, I definitely don't like. I don't like cocky broads, but I, I like broads that that I like. Sorry, I'm broads. I'm sorry, female lady listeners. I should never have said that. I like beautiful, intelligent women that at least compose themselves and and uh, have something to talk about. And they're not all fucking dingy. Was that you? <laughs> I didn't even know it was going to work. No, I bought that dope-ass fucking podcast, whatever, and it has those four buttons where you can program shit. I just fucking, for the first time since I've had it, I figured I'd all danked out. So I'm like, fuck it, let me hit this shit. But I, I can't hear it on my side. So then I, I'm just reading your face through the Zoom. Yeah, no, I can hear it fucking And then it just said laughter. And then it just said laughter. Yeah, it just started laughing, and I, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, bro. you got some other ones. Let's hear some other ones. <laughs> I felt look, like Doug. Watch, play that again, because I can't hear him. Welcome back, everybody. We have the Jones team is now in the lead by eighteen. So let's see if the Johnsons can go ahead and take this back. Go Johnsons! That sounds like a little fucking. Oh, we're back from the break. All right, let's try this other one. Let's try some more. What was that? And you're gonna you're gonna have to bring it home. I can't hear him. All I can do is see it. It says applause. It's like a half of an applause. It like it goes for like two seconds and then cuts off. No, let's try this one. It says oh. rim shot, bro. And then I told him there was only two of them. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Though. I know it. Oh. Sorry for my ADD, bro. Sorry, oh. for, sorry, all our fans and listeners out there. We're just trying shit out on on the cuff, but uh, the the hundreds of millions of fans. Space station. Do you know what? Um. Oh, so Cavino's fucking mail guy. So he fucking you didn't hear the story where he uh-uh. he uh, no I did he asked the, he Cavino said that he asked a dude um for his mail or some shit and then he realized like oh wait you know what this dude don't know who I am he kind of stepped back. And was like, hey, you know what? Um, well, if, if you have a second, um, I don't know if he said he asked him like if he needs like an ID or some shit. And the guy was being a complete fucking douchebag to him. So I don't know if Covino said he had to wait. Again, I don't want to misquote. Um, <laughs> I don't know nope. if Covino said he had to wait or some shit, but the dude was being a complete douchebag. And I was like, Doug, I was like, I'm like, couldn't the dude have like close the fucking thing and let Covino do his key. Like, listen, that's my fucking mailbox, you know, or yeah. like just, Hey, you know what? You're going to give me Steve Covino's mail. Look at, here's my ID. I'm Steve Covino. Like, I don't understand dog. Why? Why fucking like, I just felt like the mail guy was trying to flex nuts. Like be like, like, no, listen, motherfucker, you're going to wait until I'm done with this shit. You know, because I work for the U S post office, bitch. 
Yeah. I just feel like, and I'm like, motherfucker, who do you think you are? This is world famous Steve Cavino from fucking Patreon, fucking SiriusXM Turbo, SiriusXM fucking Boneyard, SiriusXM fucking Lithium. Do you know who the fuck you're talking to? Ozzy's channel? Ozzy's Boneyard? Do you, have you listened to Ozzy's Boneyard, dog? Because if you did, bitch, at least a couple of weekends ago, you'd be hearing the guy talking who wants his fucking mail. But no, but no, this motherfucker had a flex nuts, and I, I, I thought it was a, a douchebag move of the dude because the and only the only reason why I say that is because Cavino said that he realized when he first came up and he was like, hey, can I give him mail? He he even realized, oh shit, you know what? Maybe I came off a little strong. Let me fucking take it back a notch. Right. Ask him if he needs my ID or something or whatever. And the dude was still being a fucking douchebag with him. So I'm like, I don't know, Doug. I think some people just fucking like. I don't know. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you a fucking. Um, I'll give you another example. I went um, a couple of weeks ago and I fucking picked up my my father in law from the airport in Phoenix. Oh fuck, that sounds and, fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I drove up, um, picked him up, and then drove back. So it was like a six hour drive. Um, oh, what'd you guys talk about? <laughs> everything under the moon, dog. You know what? That dude can talk, so it wasn't it wasn't bad. I can. Did he ask you if you were banging his daughter? <laughs> dog, I fucking. <laughs> uh, he no he didn't ask he didn't ask um, that's good but oh, sorry but no but fucking doug i fucking we um we're gonna go into the philly berthos um drive-thru right there they had a philly berthos right there and um because i picked him up and i was like hey do you want to get some food and he's like oh those places always have good burritos you know he's an old white guy and he's like you know um they have a julio berthos and a robo berthos and all this shit so I was oh like, he sounds right, like well, mike yeah <laughs> oh shit so, all right so he fucking um he wanted to go through and i was like fuck i need to take a piss like really bad i drove up here to phoenix and i fucking just drank like fucking six water bottles or some shit so i go i'm gonna get off i'm gonna fucking take a piss and when i fucking um walked in the fucking lady was like and i'm not even i'm not doing this to be fucked up this is how she talked she was like oh the bathroom is for customers only and i was like I'm in line at the drive-thru, and she was like, okay, here you go, sir, and gave me the key to go to the restroom, and right. I was like, bitch, I'm like, come on now, I'm like, I understand, fucking, it was a shitty part of fucking town, I, I like, there was a gang of fucking, like, homeless people outside and shit, and I understand that, but, Doug, I walked in looking like normal-ass me, I don't think I look fucking too threatening, you know, and oh, I you was didn't take your like, cardboard sign in? No, Doug, I walked up and I was like, I was like, oh, excuse me. You know, I even I even put on my I'm so nice. I may be gay voice. Right. Right. Like, excuse me, ma'am. You know, like yeah. I fucking, you know, so I was like, excuse me, ma'am. I was like, can I use the restroom? And she was like, oh, so sorry, sir. She or whatever. You know, they're the only for customer only or whatever the fuck she told me. And I was just like, bitch, listen, I understand if somebody comes in, they're all twacked out. They're scratching their arm and they're fucking over here, like trying to just, you know, stink up your bathroom with their fucking homeless shits but i was like listen bitch i need the fucking pee give me the fucking key you know and i smelled so, many of those homeless shits bro Doug, and that's what i'm saying like like some people like Cavino's fucking male guy they just fucking take their position too fucking seriously because i'm like Doug, like okay the male that's a big fucking position i get it that's fucking important but if you know the fucking dude you're gonna give the mail to why the fuck, like, you know, like, you're okay, he's going to give you his ID, 
It's gonna go there, and if by some fucking uh physical fucking you know shit where he could get fired and all this kind of shit, I know it's federal mail, whatever. Well, fucking stick it in his box right then and there, and say here now you could fucking I'll close it and you open it. Like what? Like right. he 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 was gonna make Covino wait until he went through every fucking thing, every mailbox, and and then you know what? And after I close all of these motherfuckers up, now you can I don't want to see shit. your face before you get your mail. You wait yeah. till I leave. That's what he. I, I think that's exactly how he sounded too. But I just don't fucking get it, man. I'm a fucking mailman. But um, oh, you know what? What? All right, do you, I'll, I'll let you pick something next. I got two things, and we can run through What's them up? if you want. Um, things you hide from your old lady. The guys were talking about. You hide shit from your old lady? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, but little shit. Like I mean, it's it's not like fucking like something like um. Not like I have a fucking other family somewhere, you know, but, no? but, but stupid little shit. Like, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I don't see a problem with it. Cause I know she does it fucking too, you know? Yeah. 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 Like, like, I don't know. Like, it, it's just like, well, do, I don't do, see you, big... do you clear, do you clear your fucking search history, bro? Of course. Dog. She, she told me the other day, she thinks, um, I'm fucking weird because, um, I don't watch porn or some shit. And I was like, bitch. And I told her, I was like, I do. I'm just fucking, I'm not going to do it like and leave it on my browser, you know, because if I'm doing it on my phone, all you do is open up a fucking private tab. And then when you're done, you close the private tab and I there's no record Clorox of it. I wives fucking hit that phone when you're done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I you know what's crazy? That, that she must think I'm a weird dude because I'll be honest, I'm a fucking recovering assaholic anonymous and uh, I don't watch porn, bro, no more. I'm not, yeah. but I live it. All right, I don't watch it. I live it. So yeah. I think I, I think my freakier side just it. comes out because I don't watch it, bro. Yeah, no, and and there's definitely something to be said about what you're saying is because you could get overly fucking obsessed and watch way too much to where you don't want even want your chick no more. I get that, but because well, they won't but live just, up to the video. I started to get like I felt started feeling like it was having a negative effect on me because every time you bang fucking you got these expectations cuz you sure as fuck don't open porn watching boring shit. Right? Yeah. And I think that's why the guys were talking about erasing your search history cuz they're talking about the babysitter, but you know every babysitter on those videos has to be at least 18, but if you go and look at someone's fucking search history, it looks funny, you know what I mean? So, but I think yeah. that that's part of why I quit watching. It's not like I don't like to watch porn. I don't want to act like I'm better than porn because I like porn just as much as the next guy likes porn. But I think for me, it was having an effect where, I don't know, man. I, you know, It's not like you're like, let's just see consensual over the guy on top, girl on bottom sex. No, no one ever looks for that ever. They're looking for the crazy titles to see the wild shit, right? And and that's they look for Squirt Party Three and fucking oh. you know you're you're looking for fucking all that shit. And I just so I don't know. I felt for, way better for, uh, than Squirt Party Two. Yeah, bro. I mean, in four, fuck, bro. That's a classic. <laughs> Who said they don't get better than the first one? Oh fuck, Doug. There was I remember there was a DVD back in the day that my fucking my little homie, I used to call him my little homie. He's a couple years younger than me, but my homie Nico, I remember he had a DVD called Gash Galore. Nico and, Suave? Uh, my, yeah, he is very suave. He gets he he is a handsome dude. He gets all kinds of bitches. But good uh, for him. But but it's funny though because he was always like a little brother because I met him in high school. I was brother. a senior. He, he was a freshman, right? So he was always like he would always tag along like a little brother. And it's fucking funny though because I remember. Um, the Gash Galore DVD, he would always do the fucking, he would always go, the, 
it was fucking the funniest shit ever when he would do it, dog, because I don't know. <laughs> what, about, hey, what about Debbie Does Dallas, bro? I don't even think that made DVD. That was still on the VHS. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Debbie Does Dallas, bro. That was classic old school porns. For real? Yeah, no, bro. Uh, when I was in high school, the um the shit that was I mean, it still it wasn't nearly as fucking raunchy uh, red, readily available as it is now, but we had no. I remember the fucking um the, the we basically I mean, we I think we had DVDs at the time, I'm guessing, but it was Jenna Jameson was like the fucking yeah. the name that was the yeah. name when I was a kid, you know? Now she's just fucking burned, dude. Have you seen her lately? Yeah, it's yeah. fucking disgusting. You look like a fucking crocodile, bro. I want to skin her and make some fucking shoes and a wallet and a belt. But you know what, though? That was never <laughs> my like fucking sees. Even, even back in the day, dog, I, I didn't think she was bad. That, that Barbie that doll never used oil of LA fake, and shit? Dog, that, the huge fake tits and the fucking, like, nah, that shit like never that did it for me. Never no. did it. Nah, my fucking... I, my, Dog, my homie used to call fucking, um, especially like the huge ghetto implants where you could see all the scarring and shit. My my homie would call that those fucking jumbo jack implants. <laughs> yeah. She needs to send her husband to that dude on fucking TikTok, the dick doc on TikTok. You seen that yeah. fucker? When what? I said she needs to send her husband to the dude on TikTok, the fucking uh, dick doc on TikTok. You seen him? No. Yeah, he calls it your Richard, bro. <laughs> he calls it your Richard. No. He's the dick doc on TikTok. I guess he fucking, I don't know. You have to check it out, but some no, wild I've shit. never heard of that. I guess dude. that's for I guess that's like where like it's like the shit for dudes. Um fuck, man. No, all right, Bubba. Hold on, my bad. Bub. Alright, I'm almost done, I promise, okay? And then we'll go to Nana's house, okay? Yeah, okay. Nah, 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 nah. Make yeah. him say, uh, uh, okay. Na 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 na. Old school it's master P. My okay. So my daughter's been calling me dog recently, right? Oh and, shit. Um, <laughs> she's fucking five. So we watched a video on. Did she throw a what's up in front of it? Um, sometimes, but she's or yo? fucking. So check this shit out. We watched a video on ridiculousness, right? Rob Deerdeck's fucking MTV show. Mm -hmm. So there was these two cats. One of the cats jumps over like a fucking shit ton of like toilet paper right that's all like stacked up so the cat jumps over it and then um the other cat is just watching so when the cat lands on the other side my daughter uh -huh. goes the my daughter goes um the other cat was like yo bro that was dope <laughs> oh, that's tight. and i go what the fuck i go kendy what did you say she goes he was probably like yo bro that was dope and i was like Okay, I mean, I get he probably was, you know, <laughs> I, right, right. I, I can't take it away from her. The other cat probably was like that shit was dope, you know, because I was looking at it like that was dope, too. What about uh, Deliciousness, bro? You ever seen that one? I watched it once or twice. It was okay. Well, fucking Kelly Kapowski's Kelly. Uh, Doug, she can still get it, huh? She's fucking I think she's bad as fuck. She's, she's not bad. She got a weird ass chin, though. I, I noticed nowadays. But yeah, that's all right. I'll just put something yeah. on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cover up the gaps. Up. Give her uh -huh. chin nuts. Yeah, and someone should have told that lizard, and she could have put that on her face because I heard that was good for the skin. Hey, were you ever into the Sopranos? A little bit, not really. I'm not. not really. I could. I can't recite episodes and shit like that. Oh fuck, man! I remember one of my favorite lines was when um, I think it was the cousin Chris. He thought he he thought he was dying, and he thought he was going to hell. And then Polly was like. 
he he asked he I forget what he says and he's like no he's like that wasn't hell that was purgatory and no, um I, I was just I was just thinking about fucking how much I love the Sopranos like I fuck dog I watched that fucking series like all the way through I don't know like not like a million times but probably like three times you know and um now they're coming out with the fucking prequel where right. um T- Tony Soprano's real son is playing um James Gandolfini's real son is playing young tony soprano right and i saw i saw a trailer the other day have you seen the trailer for it no it looks pretty fucking good i'm not gonna lie it was it came on um during like my youtube videos i was watching and it came on as like one of those like four minute commercials right and i was gonna yeah. skip it but i started watching it and i was like this shit looks pretty fucking dope so for any of the sopranos people that that dig it i think this is going to be a pretty good prequel speaking of bro have you been back to the movies since fucking the restrictions have been lifted uh, maybe I I don't know, but you know what? But Arizona really didn't lock down that crazy. No, have you been to the movies lately? Uh, not lately. I could tell you. I don't think. Oh, it's been great, bro. Since they opened up, I'm still sneaking in candy and shit and water bottles and all kind of shit. But yeah, it feels good to be back in the movies. Uh, I'm yeah. thinking about going to see fucking Fast and the Fat the F9. Doug, I've I've never even seen Fast Two. I don't need to be honest with you. Like, I don't even really give a shit about the franchise. Like, I'm not, I can't recite those either. I've probably seen those as much as the Sopranos. Like, I've seen a couple and I've seen lots of parts, but I can't make references or jokes or no shit like that. I know Paul Walker's not him anymore, but that's about it. And I know they added fucking The Rock. Other than that, bro, you got me. But um, I think nah, I've but those, only seen number three, if I'm not mistaken. But those are movies you should see in the theater just because of the fucking surround sound and shit. So I'm kind of I'm kind of stoked to get my ass back in there, bro, to go check it out. I don't know. I still get a rush out of smuggling, smuggling in food. You know, I'm not I'm not opposed to those movies. I just um, like I think I saw the third one. I went with somebody who wanted to watch it. It was all into those shits. And I fucking I really enjoyed it. But it's not something like like when I'm there, I'll enjoy it. I'm not opposed yeah. to it, but I'm not going to like seek it out and shit, you know? I don't give a fuck what movie we see. I think I get my thrills from fucking hitting my vape pen in their bathroom and sneaking in as much fucking shit as I'm not supposed to as I can. Oh, and then if the, that sounds and then, if the, and then with those new fucking designs answer. nowadays with the chairs, bro, I'll just take a nap. If your movie's bunk, I'll just fucking be all loaded and go to sleep. Hang on, all right? All right. Hello? Hey. What's up? Hey, I'm recording, babe. I was we got here. We're still recording. <laughs> oh, here, <fuck>. bud. <laughs> oh, you're fucking stupid. I'm gonna cheat for me one second, bro. Alright. Well, for everybody listening, I probably won't cut this out, so I hope you guys bear with us. Boom ding ding ding. Do you remember those fucking infomercials? Don't you stop it. Don't you stop the music. And then the beat goes on. Oh, let it whip. Whip it, baby. Whip it right. The fucking collections from, like, Time Life Music. Damn. I remember. Won't you ring my bell? If you like ring pina my coladas. Do you remember those things? Uh-huh. What are they? Oh, fuck. I'll, I'll talk about it right now when this dude comes back. Um. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Like one minute. Yeah. So, uh, 
when it was like Time Life Music presents um, Sunshine on my shoulders makes me happy. Country roads take me home to a place where I belong, West Virginia. Dang, those fucking, those compilation CDs where they had fucking everybody from John Denver to, you know, they even had like a one, now that's what I call metal too. And it was like fucking Kickstop Mahat and fucking Welcome to the Jungle where they got fun and games. Damn. Compilation CDs, dog. That's what I'm going to fucking talk about right now. Well, Al Kakui, uh steps away for a minute. What were some of your favorite compilation CDs? Time Life Music would throw together the collections that were dope. So. Speaking of, bro, time- you ever fucking sign up for that fucking, uh, I forgot what it was called, but when you signed up, you paid like a penny and you got 15 CDs? No, but my dad did that shit. I remember my sister, I got... The Blink-182 CD in sixth grade when my dad did that shit. And my sister got Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. Really? She Yeah, I was in sixth grade. My sister was in kindergarten. And my dad fucking showed up with like 30 CDs. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, they're all for a penny. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, I oh, was yeah. talking about... Do you remember, Doug, those fucking uh, commercials with like the compilation CDs from like Time Life Music? Where they would be like yes. fucking be playing like... John Denver, and it'd be like Country Roads, and then it would cut to the next song where it'd be like, um, fucking the one I remember where it was like, um, I'll let it whip, whip it, baby. Then it would cut to like a different one, and like I just remember all of the dog every time those CDs came out or I would see the infomercials, I fucking I wanted every fucking package that they had because it was always like you know, 13 CDs with all the hits from fucking the 70s, you know, and then it would be like fucking led zeppelin and then fucking whatever whatever and i was always like fuck that was before you could even make your own mix cd you know yeah for sure so it was basically like buying a mixtape from fucking back in the day but yeah hell yeah bro there was what um a- no go ahead what about your worst travel experience worst travel experience Damn, that's a good one, Doug. Where'd you come up with that from? Just fucking. I think the guys the are heavens? talking about it. No, the guys really? are talking about it. Yeah, the heavens of Cavino Rich. I don't remember them talking about that. Well, don't quote me, because uh, I could be wrong, bro. I could. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to get in trouble. I just returned from a small chronic intermission, so I could be fucking pulling it from somewhere else. Um, worst travel experience. I don't even want to think of nothing. It's putting me in a bad mood if I if I do remember one. I got a pretty um, bad one, bro, but I'm going to let you go first. No, no. You you tell yours, and I'll, I'll think about one. Again, because I came back from a small chronic intermission. I don't know if I've told this story before, but I'm going to pretend like I haven't. Um, oh, wait. I don't know how I didn't remember my worst travel experience. I'll, I'll talk about it after you. Go no, ahead. go ahead, bro. What's yours? What do you got? Doug, I, I how the fuck did I forget this? I was in a fatal car accident where I broke my femur, blew out my knee, broke my hand. While traveling? My fucking, yeah. My fucking homie was driving. He fucking broke his femur. His um, cousin broke her fucking, I think, collarbone, and we had a fatality in our car. A were you at least coming passed. back from vacation, or fucking no. were you going? No, we were. We had all turned twenty-one, and we were on our way to Vegas, and we fucking wrecked in Needles, California. 
a head-on collision. Yeah. yeah. On the 40? On, uh, it was mile marker fucking, what was it? I forget. Um, But yeah, man, we fucking were on a head-on collision right there. And fucking our car, they people pulled over um, that saw us wreck and pulled us from the vehicle. And then the vehicle oh. went up in flames. Oh, really? So, yeah. how I don't know how I forgot that, you know? Well, fuck, bro. You outdid me. I just fucking got quarantined in Hawaii and shit. <laughs> and no one died, bro. <laughs> fuck. Okay. So, uh, next topic. Fuck. I'm glad you're <laughs> all right, bro. Yeah. No, Doug. My shit was fucking... Um, I had five surgeries over four years. And um, my femur started to grow back. Like, rather than growing, like, into each other to meet where it uh -huh. broke, it started to grow, like, crooked. So they had to do a bro a bone graft from my hip to my femur, and um, yeah, man, it, it was a fucking it was a, a four year long. Um, they Doug, I remember, I never forget. I was in the hospital in, in Vegas, right? Because right. I we wrecked the needles. They drove me to the local hospital since my buddy's femur was sticking out of his leg. They flew him directly to Vegas, but. Me, um, since you couldn't see my fucking my break because it was not sticking out of my leg, they just drove me in the ambulance to um to the Needles Hospital, and then when we got there, they took X-rays. They're like, "Oh no, your shit's broken. We're gonna fly you to Vegas." So then they flew me to Vegas from there. But um, what do you call it? Fucking, I forgot where I was even going with that. There was. I don't know, but, um, oh yeah, that's what I was telling you. So Doug, they fucking told me in the hospital when I was in Vegas, they said it was going to be probably about seven months of recovery. Uh -huh. And I was like, fuck seven months. That's fucking forever. You know, right. Doug, it took fucking four years to recover Damn. because of all the surgeries. Like I, they put a, they put a rod in my leg. I had to have another surgery for them to, um, to do a bone graft from my hip to my femur. Then I had to have another surgery for them to pull out the fucking um, rod. Then I had to have another surgery so they could fix my knee. And then I had to have a surgery on my hand because my hand was broken. So uh, uh, before that, I had never had a broken bone in my life. And um, I got a whole lifetime's worth in one shot, you know? Damn. I'm glad you're all right, bro. That's some fucked up shit. Thank you, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It's, But but no, I still want to hear your story, man. Uh <laughs> Nah, bro. Hey, we'll save that one for next episode. Okay, I didn't mean to fucking like bring down the show and shit, dog. I just feel like no, you're good. I was just surprised on how I fucking forgot that that happened. You know, because because when you're saying like worst travel experience, I'm thinking like recent. You know, like or maybe when I was a kid. Like I wasn't thinking like you know fucking 15 years ago or whatever. You know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 12 years ago, whatever the fuck it was now. Um, hey, are there any updates on Cavino's fucking catfish face neighbor? Mm -mm. I don't think we've heard anything in a while. I want to throw a bag of flaming shit on our door. <laughs> um, I think they made a comment about that, if I'm not mistaken. About yeah. actually throwing like fucking shit in a bag so she could step on it, lit on, lit on fire. Yeah, bro, I just, yeah, I want to do something, bro. What do you call I like, it? Um, I don't like that lady. Um, or, the, or the bitch doing exercises on her fucking headphones. Oh, Doug, I have a question for you. 
And wow. this is somewhere where I fucking I have no fucking idea because the band was formed in '88, and that's when I was born. Thanks, so bro. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a little. No, older. no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no, no, for you. It's all right. No, no, <laughs> fuck. No, I'm saying. Okay, uh, fuck. All right, my bad. You know what? I fuck, I never stuttered so much my whole life. All right. There was a band called Blur. I knew a dude named talk- Blur. Not a band. No, no, I've never heard of the band. Oh, okay. Because Kavino and Rich are talking about how, I guess, the band was out around the same time as, like, Oasis. And then Oasis came out with, like, Wonderwall and shit. Or they mentioned something about that. Don't quote me on it because I'm not quoting them. But they mentioned something about, I guess, Blur came out around the same time as Oasis, possibly. And they were a British band, just like um, Oasis. But they, well, Oasis kind of took over and became, like, mainstream and shit. And this band wasn't as big but Covino said that like one of his uncles or cousins or somebody was like super into them and like a lot of his family knows I've never even heard of them so I was gonna I was gonna either yeah I I thought maybe if you were from that generation if you could be like oh yeah no I remember they had this this and this yeah no no all right well at least I'm not a big big blank bro you know the bubbles like in the cartoons where they got the shit above the cartoon, mine's just empty because I got nothing. In yeah, it. I I can't even think of a song that they sang or anything. But I know Camino will be pissed if he hears this because he he was like telling us about how fucking how they were pretty big and shit, and I I never even heard of them. Damn, when hey, they I, said I got... go ahead when they no when they said Blur, I thought of that fucking song. Isn't it called like Blurry or some shit? I don't know, bro. Yeah, that's what I thought of. But then he was talking about it being an actual band. We we you know what I don't know I'll be honest I've never heard blur blurry none of that sorry Cavino <laughs> yeah hey but I, uh, I got I got, a, I got a, another debate though I I think we should maybe put it in the form of a poll okay Twitch or Patreon what do you dig more like as we've listened to more episodes on Patreon and obviously Twitch is only on Friday but they're pretty much doing free Twitch Friday almost every Friday nowadays yeah. What platform you like better? As as a listener, what what do you feel more interactive with, involved, heard? Uh, you know, I'll be honest. I like Patreon better. Do you? Because what annoys the fuck out of me, and and I get it. Um, I mean, I I understand. Um, it's cool because fans get to be like interactive and shit. But what the thing that is like a little distracting for me, not distracting, but just kind of like a little annoying is that people are allowed to play their own little sound bites. And I feel like it could throw the show off because they always, and maybe this is the way Twitch works and you're supposed to acknowledge it and say, Hey, thank you. Thank you. El Kukui for playing, you know, um, you know what Pussy. I see, you know, it. and there was a sound bite I played one time. I forget what it was, but, um, so, I mean, I'm not above it. But it's just it tends to be a little distracting because they'll be talking about something and then they they oh well thank you uh thank you funky monkey for playing um holy mother nuggets and then yes you know it it's not it's not really they get back onto whatever they're talking about but I just feel like it pulls away from it a little bit like I just feel like like when we could text them and we could you know call or whatever that's part of it and that's cool that's interactive but when you allow people to interject into your show um you know all willy-nilly 
then I feel like it, it kind of pulls away a little bit from what I dig about the show, you know? So I, I don't know. What but, about what now? What if spot was the, what if spot took the lead on that? And he just replied back in the chat and they were still allowed to play their sound bites. But see, that's the thing is that I don't think that's how Twitch works. I think part of Twitch is like you think I'm on air or some shit, you know, like because because right. spot has done like a lot of research and shit where where he watches like a lot of channels so he can see like from what they say is that. Yeah, he's done it's, a lot of research on that fucking ch- chick he keeps bringing up that he wants to hang out with. Oh, Fuck, that's all he ever, Dude, that's all he ever talks about, bro. Yeah, I, I think it's a little... Possessive and, like, obsessive, bro. It's like, bro, I'm tired of hearing about her. Just fucking put it in already. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, like, it's just I mean, You know weird. what? I'm going to Google I her right now. I don't even know what she looks like, bro. Is she that bad? Yeah, she's pretty bad. But you don't like white girls, so you probably won't dig her. Good God, Sophia. that's all he ever says is fucking Sophia Beverly. Is she going to be there? I thought she was going to be there. Sophia Beverly. Sophia Beverly. <laughs> Sophia Beverly. <laughs> fucking, fucking suck her titty already, dude. Uh, Good God. <laughs> he, found, uh, he just sounds like he's begging at that point. You know what I'm saying? We get it, bro. You get a fucking rager for Sophia Beverly. Fuck it. We get it. But he says it like five, ten times a show, bro. Is that in your project? How many you know times did it that... come up in your project? Oh, um, you know what? It hasn't come up once. And she is bad. He's right. So who now? What's the relation, Sophia Beverly? That's Jordan's friend. Yeah, she's real good friends with Jordan. Yeah, she's bad. There's no doubt about it. She's bad. I even see her in a grow room right there. So fucking high and a low five for her. Yeah. Good God, Spot. <laughs> I just, Doug, it just makes me laugh because. Um, but when he does I, that, I, bro, it's how you said they do that with the show. I feel like he interrupts the show. To me, that's the 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 equivalent of what you just explained on the Twitch. Mm-hmm. You know what? What makes me laugh is like, I kind of feel like it's it's um, it's kind of the equivalent. Eh, maybe not equivalent, but okay. I think this is what dudes that aren't necessarily the homecoming king that have right. been friend zoned think thinks is funny. Right. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but like being that like spot was like, he never got the, the Sophia Beverly, right? Like that was never like, you know, like Kristen's beautiful and, and, you know, right. and in shape and shit and whatever. But, but growing up spot never got that. He never got the, the head cheerleader that he wanted when he was in school and shit or whatever. Right. He was the um, head cheerleader cheerleader. He was fucking landing them when they were flipping in the air, bro. So, <laughs> but, so I think that's part of where, where that comes from is like, I, I think even though he looks different now and he's taking care of himself and he looks good, I think part of his, Oh, I'm going to do this. Cause it's funny is one of the things that, um, is like it, he, he might've gotten this trait from when he was friend zoned back in the day. But you like know what, girls- bro? That's why it gets under my skin. Because why? he's carrying on emotion from some shit he went through back in the day. And when he's doing that, all I'm hearing is some fucking 16-year-old Christian Sorge, not the 42-year-old producer that we know today. Like, I hear, mm-hmm. like, when 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 he when I hear him say that, the first time, no biggie. Then I'm just curious. Who's so, why, why spot, you know, who's this chick he speaks of? But when he just keeps saying it and saying it and saying it, it reminds me of a buddy back in the day who didn't get asked that was infatuated with a chick and he couldn't fucking shut up about it. Yeah. 
Well, see, that that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that trait is like built into him because so many years, like but think about creepy. if there yeah, the way the way he does it, I do think it's a little creepy. And, and and Spot has like defended himself and been like, "Oh, it's a joke. You know, everybody gets it. Everybody gets it." Well, you're shit, telling but... the same joke ten times a day. They might get it, but they're fucking tired of it too. Yeah. Well, it's you know the same what? Joke. The one thing that makes me kind of like, is it really a joke? Because okay, because did you hear a few weeks ago when Jordan had mentioned? Um, I think they mentioned about having Sophia Beverly on the show and Jordan mentioned that Sophia wouldn't want to come on if she was constantly harassed or some shit. Who would, you know, she, and, and spot, I think spot was like, Oh, well, you know, we just do that jokingly or whatever. Like we wouldn't do it if she was here or whatever, but that just tells me that maybe she's a little annoyed by it. See, bro, again, I'm going to go back to my childhood and the shit that I listened to that influenced me about having game and being cool. He's been listening to too much Boys of Men because he's still acting. <laughs> he's a man trying to act like a boy. He, he's going from man to boy and boys to men, bro. He's That's shit you do when you're 16, bro. You can't, you got to be like, when you're in the same room, like even with Covino and Rich and Maxim and, you know, the, the, the celebrities they've interviewed. I know when I went, to listen to their show live in LA downtown Julie Brown walked past us and Maria Menounos recorded I believe if I'm right I don't correct me if I'm wrong but um if you're listening you know but I think Maria Menounos recorded her show right after Cavino Rich's show am I supposed yeah. to go in there and be fucking fanboy or I'm you know what I'm saying because in, in you're still kind of representing them right yeah you, they they yeah. allowed us to visit them at work while they did a national radio show so do I go in there and jump on all these people I've never seen before is nuts? Did Cavino jump on all the people, Mike Tyson, bro? Like, they don't jump on their nuts. They still yeah. are able to be calm, cool, and collective because they, it's not their first rodeo. And I, I don't know, man. There's just something about spots had to see a lot of famous people as well over the years. And it's like, why are you so infatuated with this chick? And if it's truly just a joke, knowing the joke's gone bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. To me, it's like he went from doing that with Jordan to doing it with Sophia. And but for me, just in general, I just think it's like a little whack to do it, period. You know, like, well, like you it's said, your homie's lady you, and her friend, bro. Don't be that weirdo, creepy friend. And see that that's where I think it does get like a little a little weird is like, Doug, like my girl's got plenty of friends that are fucking bad. Right. But I'm not I'm not going to fuck it like joke every day about oh this chick or that chick like it's like okay cool like fucking it's it's okay yeah it may may be funny one time like you say it as a joke oh yeah haha right yeah she is bad but every fucking five seconds oh yeah sophia beverly gonna be there oh i wouldn't mind sophia beverly doing that to me oh so you know what i'm gonna do dog since we fucking this will be another project that's gonna uh, it'll come to fruition in like six months I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna cut up. I have to um I have to find a way to do it, but um I'm gonna find a way to cut up all the times spots says Sophia Beverly and I'm gonna put it into a compilation. Maybe Sophia well, Beverly could be there. You, oh you Sophia better, Beverly's jumping. You better sign up for the fucking two fucking terabyte fucking Apple fucking cloud plan, bro. <laughs> That's gonna be a lot of Sophia Beverly's. That would be Doug, think about it though. Like like 
a year from now, we have a compilation of like fucking 27 minutes of Spot being like, Sophia Beverly, Sophia Beverly, Sophia Beverly, Sophia, Sophia Beverly's tits, Sophia Beverly's, you know, talk. I'm just going to go like. <laughs> That's fucking so stupid to me. It's fucking I hilarious. I know. Uh, now but I'm jealous. Okay. But, but, I, but I don't have any makes, of those on my thing. But you know what, bro? That makes a perfect point. Right there, perfect point. It's funny if you're listening. Perfect point. The first two or three times it was funny. Tell me you're not going to get irritated if I start hitting that shit 15 times a show, whenever the fuck I want to. Yeah, it's not going to make for exactly. good show. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, that I, I think that's a big, um, a big thing. You know what? Actually, I guess we should. You know what? This will be the last topic because we we are going kind of long. Um, but the, I think this is the very uh, the the most serious topic we're gonna have of the day, and we'll stay on on spot. What do you think about Kristen not really wanting to have kids when it sounds like Spot does? I think that it's tough, bro. Um, I know she's de- she's definitely entitled to that. She's a human, yeah, you know. And and I think that. But with that being said, <clears throat> I, this is probably not the best advice because I gotta a friend in need who is kind of in a similar situation mm-hmm. where, you know, he's, <clears throat> excuse me, he's fixed. So he can't have kids, nor does he want kids because his oldest kid is 16 now. And, you know, after a bad couple of relationships and, you know, child support here and there or whatever he's went through, he's got, he's had four kids. And so mm-hmm. he doesn't want to have any more, but he has the chick and, you know, she's a young hottie and he's he's 43 and he's dating this 27, 28 year old young hottie. And, and and she does want to have kids. And so that's kind of something that he deals with is like, do you want to rob someone of something they want? My advice is I know Spot loves Christian. I mean, not Christian, but he loves uh, Kristen. Spot Spot, loves he, Christian. Yeah, he loves Christian, too. But uh, <laughs> anyways, um, it, it's something that I, I think that. If he gives in and stays with her because maybe he can't find somebody else or he doesn't think he can or whatever, he stays with her, um, I think he's going to resent her for it. And I don't think that's fair. I think that although they're married, they got married a long time ago, and I don't know what conversations they had um, about kids in the future or we'll wait and talk about it or whatnot. But a child isn't just an 18-year commitment. That's a lifetime commitment. You know, because right. that kid's still going to need advice at 23 and they're buying their first house and going through their first divorce and, you know, what, how to celebrate their kid's first <laughs> sweet, right, 70, 74% happened, bro. So if, let's just call it for what but, it is. But yeah, but it was fucking funny because it is true, like you said. You know, or the kid's first sweet 16 party or dad, what'd you do? I remember you did this from, it never goes away. So that's why I see both sides of it. Spotty wants that lifelong commitment and he wants that child. He wants the seed and he's entitled to it. I, I don't think that he should give up what he's looking for, um, but he just might have to look in the mirror and figure out if he's going to find it with her. <clears throat> because I think yeah. if he, if he just puts off his own feelings, especially if it's burning that deep and um, he's going to resent her for it. And I think it, it's going to lead to, to resentfulness and, and unhappiness. And that doesn't necessarily mean they'll even break up, but even if they stay together, that's going to be a sore topic for the next, however many years they're together and I think it's going to cause divide and I just don't think that I don't think that's an issue you can overcome in a relationship and still live happily ever after yeah but you know what I think um spot is um similar to a friend of mine um well actually a friend of a friend 
And this guy, he he would keep a lot of it inside, like you said, where he built up this resentment it's to rage, where, bro. where you know him and his lady are getting a divorce or no, they're, I think they're divorced already. But because um, the only place, but, hey, the only place rage comes before resentfulness is in the dictionary, bro. Because otherwise, you get resentful, and then sooner or later, you fucking rage. That did you fucking make that up, or is that something? I made it up, bro. Thank the stizzy. Are you are you fucking serious? That's fucking. <laughs> I'm just I'm that's telling. Some, it's true. Dog, that's fucking. Look at this shit. It, it's like it reminds me of like when um. When they asked Michael Jackson in an interview where um, Billy Jean came from, and he just he looks around and he goes, "From above, you know, it just <laughs> it just came to me. It just it's from above." That Doug, because that is actually the only time you're gonna see rage come before, or what is it, re- re- resentment Resentful, or re- resentfulness, or I don't come know, before fuck, rage, whatever, bro. Doug, we'll Resentful. rewind this shit. You fucking, <laughs> you're making lemons out of lemonade or dilemmas. You're making lemonade out of dilemmas like fucking um or whatever the fuck the quote was that that dude fucked up when he was That's on the show. That's kakuyism, bro. A kakuyism. The only yeah. time you're going to see relentless or whatever I'm not going to try to fuck Relentless it up. before Doug, rage. Rage before relentless is in the dictionary. Yeah, but no, and see the dude oh, that I'm talking about, the the friend of the friend actually wouldn't say anything like ever because we were having a conversation one time, me, Luis and this dude and we were talking about like arguing with your significant other. Right. And I remember I had told him, I told my girl, I was like, what the fuck? Like this and this and this. And he was like, oh, he was like, is that what you said to her? And I was like, yeah, what do you mean? And he was like, oh, like you use like F words and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, because I was like, hey, what the fuck's going on here? Like, I don't get it. And he's the kind that would keep it all inside and say like, oh, I made a commitment to this. I'm not going to fucking say anything. I'm not going to fucking whatever. Um, and then just hold it in forever. And to where Doug, where he wanted to fucking explode. And I feel like Spot loves Kristen. He, you know, understands he made a commitment to marry her and they've been happy. And I think a part of Spot. But it don't sound like gonna- he's been happy. Because this is a big thing, dude. This isn't just like something... You know, like, hey, she doesn't want me to get a fucking new fucking drop-top Camaro. Yeah. This is a big, this is one of the biggest discussions you have as a couple. Especially if you're planning, you know, like a lot of couples, like, in our age, bro, the shit, you just get pregnant. And then you're like, fuck, I'm stuck with this Vieta. But fucking, this Vieta's mine now, you know what I mean? But fucking, yeah. bro, but but planning something out, like, that's the biggest Damn near the biggest part of a relationship is when you when you share a well, child. Think, think about what Spot said. He said recently, um, well, on that show that they're discussing it, he said that he doesn't even bring it up anymore because he knows it's going to start a fight. And I'm because like, fuck, for real, think, dog? That's like fucking, that's, you're, you're of, not going to have this life-changing conversation because you don't want to start a fight? Bro, some of the best highs in a relationship or when you both watch, even if you're not together, dude, some of the best highs that you're going to get out of a relationship is when you watch her graduate the eighth grade and high school and graduate college, or you're so proud she got that first fucking promotion. Now she's running the building. Like those things as parents are moments that you share together. Like we created this, you know, we guided along the way to the best of our ability could have been worse, could have been better, but that's a sense of accomplishment. And at the same time, if you have a fucktard kid, you know, that could also be your fucking 
source of your biggest pain. She's fucking everybody. Damn, he crashed my car, right? But yeah. those are those are moments in a relationship that you don't even get to experience without children. So I can't yeah. even really imagine being in a relationship where no children are involved, even if she just had kids from another relationship or you had kids from another relationship, they're still involved. So obviously you get a little more out of it when it's a kid you share together. But even like with my girl's kids, like when they graduate high school, the, the, her second one just graduated. There's still a sense of like, Hey, I knew this kid. He was a part of my life. I was a part of his life. I'm proud yeah. of him. Like, even if he's not my own, you know what I'm saying? I'm still proud. Yeah. And we still, you know, you share that moment with your chick cause that's her kid and she's proud. And, I just I think those are parts of a relationship that if one wants it and the other doesn't, you're fucking doomed. Yeah, yeah, it sucks because it's hard to say and it's hard to even hear you say, but I think it's true. I think it's very true and and it's it's like what sucks is that I feel like they're both really good people and I feel like you know, I feel like it's something that like you said um watching them graduate and watching this and watching that is something that I think Spot really fucking wants. Like, really, I think... And deserves. You know, and, Spot, and deserves. He's such a loving dude, you know? He is. Like, we, we break balls and shit, but, like, fuck, man. Like, he's such a good dude. And then, like... He could teach him how to make candles and omelets. Duck, like, I'm like, like, he's such a good dude to where he's gonna, like, miss out on it because he doesn't want to start an argument with this girl. He could, you take, know? Her, like, he could take her over to Sonny Anderson's or that other lady where he made cupcakes, Maria Menounos. Bro, he's got so much to offer. And, and, and fuck, I wouldn't, you know, as we watch, you know, fucking Blockhead Ben growing up and Emmy and Melody, I mean, I would, I would love for that to be a part of the show as well. You got little Spot Daniel. Yeah. With his yeah. fucking Jufro. <laughs> Doug, you know what? What you know what kind of is like a timestamp for me? It's like when I started listening. Um, let me see. And please edit that out, bro. Right? That that was see one of one of my good things is when I can tell you that the only place that rage comes before resentfuls in the dictionary. I probably shouldn't have said that last comment. So if you could edit it out for me, that would be great. About what? I said Spot had a Jew fro. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll write this down. Um, <laughs> but what do you call it? Let me see. Um, no, that's one of the timestamps. Like for me, that's crazy is that, um, when I started listening, Melody was only two and it's so crazy to think that dog, that she's almost 12, you know? Right. And it's, it's so nuts because like, think about it. Like we, we were listening, you were listening way back in the day before they were even married. So I, I can't think of, I can't even imagine how crazy it is for you to see like rich with fucking beef ball ben and and um emmy being that well, just, he was for I the longest time the guys just... grow and, and that and that's what that and that's kind of why you know that you know you brought up an awesome point right now um again you know i've, I've, I've been a listener since 06 when they were on maxim and the ass tales the, the they have grown Cavino is not the same steve i mean he is don't get me wrong he's still Cavino. he still has all his Cavino ways but he's 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 a lot more respectful of people and and he's just he's grown into an awesome dude not that he wasn't but i've watched him grow as he's had a kid and, mm -hmm. and as he's had a daughter you know and he's went through what he's went through and rich is not the same rich that he was and so <clears throat> spot i want to see I, I you know and i don't know he deserves the same thing if that's what he wants 
Yeah, no, I agree. It just it just sucks that I feel like it's something that he may hold inside and just kind of live the rest of his life not having kids because he loves Kristen and he wants to respect her decisions and her choices of not wanting to have a kid. And so he's going to put himself on the sideline and say this is what she wants, then okay, we'll live it that way. But right. it sucks that with him putting himself, you know, him taking himself out of the game and putting himself on the bench is like, kind of sucks, you know? Like, what? Well, and you know what's crazy too is he would be in the role of my buddy's lady because my buddy's lady wants that. And my buddy breaks it off from time to time with her because he can tell that it starts to mess with her or whatnot. But what he always goes back to is like, but we, we like to go hiking together and she likes to do the stuff that he likes to do. So when they're together, they're like, he feels like they're a perfect couple and they, they engage in all of the same stuff. But this one core issue always resurfaces. And what she'll do is she'll call back and say, it's all good. And don't worry about that. And I don't care about that anymore. And yada, yada, yada. But somewhere down the road, it resurfaces because I think she's trying to bury her feelings because she wants the relationship too. But one thing I learned a long time ago, bro, in, 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 one of my relationships is you're never, you can't go into a relationship trying to be a fixer and you can't go into the relationship thinking that you're going to hope to totally change someone's point of view and they're going to see your view because more often than not, they never do and they never get on your page and stuff that they're not passionate about when you meet, they generally aren't passionate about when you break up. Right. If you, you know met, what? You met your chick and you fucking hated dancing and she was all into dancing. And, and you know, and you did it the few times she asked you to do it or she drug you out with her and the ladies. When you guys break up, you're not going dancing unless you're trying to do it for another chick. It's just you don't convert people, really. You know what? That, that's something that um, I think. You know, one of my favorite shows is The King of Queens and. I think that's one of the things they talked about, like the producers and writers and shit that I was watching some behind the scenes shit. And they said that was one of the things that really worked with that show is that for the most part, they stayed the same people. Right. So they said, because in life, people are most likely like, yeah, you'll evolve over time and little things will change like your um you may be more open to certain things or you may be this or that, but for the most part, you're the same person, right? So they said that was one of the things that from the beginning of the series to the end of the series, they were basically the same people, you know, Doug was still the same person. Carrie was pretty much the same person. And, and it's when you have these like shows that are unrealistic where this person makes this drastic change that typically doesn't happen to people Unless there's a gigantic conscious decision or event to do it. You know what I'm saying? For for the most part, people are gonna be who they are. Like you said, when you meet, that's pretty much yeah, you're gonna um you're gonna be turning it up a little to impress this person. But for the most part, when you get to know that person, that's who they're going to be for the most part, you know? Yeah, bro. Life is great. You think your relationship's great till you walk in one day and that black dude meme from the COVID era sitting on your bed with his big old Johnson hanging out. That changes shit, bro. Shit gets changed real quick. You might have thought you were in love Mm -hmm. when you fucking put the key in the door. But once you saw him sitting on the bed, you realized that you were fucked. And and there's just, there's certain things. There's another fucking El Kukui fucking brain buster dog you were still in love when you put the key in the door i'm just but saying when you bro. saw him on the bed 
that's when fucking everything changed. And that's when you knew, like on Soul Plane, when that dude came up and she realized he was in the magazine, Tom Arnold was losing his wife. It just, it is what it is, bro. And she wasn't going back because she was getting that black D. And, uh, I just, I think that there's just certain things in life, bro, there's no going back from. And you might think everything's all honky dory, as the white folks say, but uh, it might oh, not yeah. be. And what's that? Hey, did you know, did you know hunky dory? Do you know where that comes from? No, I don't. If I'm not mistaken, it was actually a candy. Really? So, so when people say, you know, it was hunky dory back in the day, like, you know, cause my mom was the one who actually told me that. And I had never, he I had never heard of that phrase. There was somebody she knew who used to always say hunky dory. Well, where that comes from, if I'm not mistaken, hunky dory was like a candy or some shit back in the day. So when you say, oh, everything was all hunky dory, I guess they're saying it was all good because like that candy was good or some shit. Well, they fucked up. Why don't they say everything's all Hershey? Cause that motherfucker's still around and popular. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? And I, I could be on, don't quote me on that. Cause I only half think it's true. I don't remember where I heard it or read it or what. So, you know what I did I, figure mean, out though? A few months back, I was at my mom's house and she's old school and I was all danked out and she was watching fucking gun smoke. And I heard you, you seen that old school show gun smoke in black and white. Yeah. I heard him say, he got the hell out of Dodge. And there was a city called Dodge. So did you ever hear Do that saying where they're like, get the hell out of Dodge? No, I never heard that saying. Oh, maybe it's a Cali thing or maybe it's my pops. I don't know. But I used to hear people like, when it's time to kick rocks, you're getting the hell out of Dodge. And I never yeah. knew where that came from my whole life, bro. Until I was at my mom's about a few months ago and she's watching Gunsmoke. And they're like, get the hell out of Dodge. And it was a city. Damn. No, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've heard of Dodge, but I've never heard that phrase. Get the hell out of Dodge. What, what, so what is the, let me ask you this then, ADD radio, yeah. what are some of the first, I think your mic died or something. It did. It can you hear me now? Yeah, I could hear you. I, that's okay. good enough. We, we could just go off of this. Um, what did you say right there? Uh, what are some of your phrases that you, that you, sayings that you had growing up? Oh, fucking, um. I know everyone ooh. has a classic that Cavino always says, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, um. Uh, I like, I'm trying to think of things that like my family said and shit, like, um, me and Mito, you saw it say you're acting up. Someone's acting, they're being stupid. You're acting up again. Really? You're acting up. Fucker, quit acting up. We had, um, acting up. I mean, I, uh, you know what? One of the things, one of the things that, uh, that my friends would say, and I'm sure it's probably from a movie or some shit would be like, you need, when the kid would be throwing a fit in the middle of a store, they'd be like, you need to give that kid some act right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so act right was a, was it was a big one. Um, I'm trying to think of shit. Someone's acting up. We'd always say, man, you fucking bumped your head. Like if they say some more wild ass shit, what do you fucking bump your head? You bumped your fucking head. Doug, okay, all right. I'm not talking shit because I, I love my dad, right? But I'm going to talk about the fucking, the shit. Doug, he, <laughs> Doug, my dad was so fucking Mexican that he would fuck up like American phrases and shit. Like, you know how you say like, I wasn't born yesterday? Uh -huh. He would say, I was born yesterday, you know? <laughs> did, he, did, he so Doug, call, did he call Sherman the Charmin? No, 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 he didn't do, he didn't do beaner shit like that. Like my nana will. What like about my go nana to will go to go to Denny's and order a lumber yak. <laughs> oh, actually he did have one of those. He had Doug the young jar dog. The what? Do you remember the <laughs> the so wrestler? Who? The junkyard dog. Do you remember oh, yeah, the yeah, junkyard yeah. dog? My dad would call him the young jar dog. Did he say chicken finger? 
<laughs> no, see, he didn't do shit like that. Like, like chicken, he would say chicken. You but that's like the my Mexican word of the day, right? Chicken fingers. I, I don't. I don't remember it. Let me hear it. Chicken finger herself. <laughs> I never heard that one. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Say. But um, no, but there was shit like he would say, um, <laughs> uh, "Dad, I love you." Fucking, uh, you know, R.I.P. <laughs> but dog, like there was shit like. He would say, like, when it was overcast, uh, you know, he would say, mijo, I love it when it's forecast, you know? <laughs> that's right, right. <laughs> that's just some funny shit. What do you think of, like, like fucked up phrases and shit? Like, um, like, I don't know, Doug, like, like, his are tell, My pops would always tell me and tip Doug, we'd be always hanging out. And we were always smoking weed in the front yard. Or he would always come home early, bro. My pops, he used to like to take naps. And he's so real estate, yeah. so... So fucking, we'd always think we had till five o'clock, and a lot of times he'd show up about two thirty-three to take his ass a nap, and we'd be fucking smoking weed. And there was a uh, like my driveway was here, and then we had a little walkway to the front door, and we could fucking see him. He would bend that corner, dude, and see the weed smoke coming out of my window, and he would fucking just start shaking his head and say, "I got my eye on you, kid." And that was what he'd always tell me, like, "I got my eye on you, kid." He hey, that's kid. cool though that he didn't he didn't break your balls for it though. Like he, did he would like. Birth. You know what? That was one of his best qualities. Is like he did not approve, and I'll be straight up. He didn't. No, I mean, no. No parent wants to see their kids start fucking up, smoking weed, and 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 you know, getting into trouble. I was getting into because I did some wild ass shit. But he wasn't gonna let it damage the relationship because I think he knew in the end it wasn't like harmful to my health, and yeah. I wasn't getting flaky, like not wanting to be around him when I did it. So I think he learned, like you know, at fifteen or sixteen, at least with me, that if he tolerated me smoking weed. I wouldn't avoid them. You know yeah. what I mean? And we could still have our relationship. And then like 17, 18, we go fishing. Fuck, he let me smoke my weed on the boat. You know what I mean? Where he yeah. didn't approve of it and he didn't like it. But all right, kid, I know this shit's not going to hurt you forever. I don't approve. I don't like it. But if this was going to get us to still go fishing and hang out and camping, and if I'm going to just let you do your thing and we still act like – if I just pretend like it didn't happen but everything's still normal and you'll show up, fucking go for it. And you know what? Uh, what actually is crazy that it's cool that he was that, um, that accepting, even though he didn't dig it. Because right. think about like where you are now in your career. You know what I'm right. saying? I, well, I wish you would be here to see this shit because that's crazy. Bro, that is I some had, crazy I had, shit. Dude, I started smoking weed in '91, bro, and I, I had a vision, and, and never in my wildest dreams at '91 or '95 or even the year 2000, you know, or '97 when they six when they voted illegal that I realized you know, the things that I've seen now. Um, but yeah. yeah, he would, he would be, he would, now he would be proud though. See, he was that dude too. He'd be super fucking proud because he knew it never limited me. So again, back to the spotty conversation, even though your child did something that maybe you didn't approve of, you still watched him flourish and grow and you became accepting. You know what I'm saying? So uh -huh. yeah, no, it was crazy. So that, but that was, he'd always tell us that I got my eye on you kid. And, uh, he was, he was hella fucking cool. That's fucking funny, man. Um, yeah, you know what, Doug? I mean, I I think I think we we gotta keep them um, wanting more, and we've already gone long on this episode, so I think I think it's about time we wrap it up. Do you have anything that you wanted to hit before we fucking finish this shit? Uh, if I had batteries in my thing, I'd hit the applause button again. But uh, no, I'll just, <laughs> just I'll just say that. How about that? Hopefully, I get the same effect. Oh man, well, fucking this was I I, I thought this was a great ass episode. Um, I think we definitely hit some shit that was definitely hard hitting, some shit that was more light. But again, I just want to say fucking thank you to everybody that fucking has been supporting us and everything. Again, we have that free fucking tier two package that we're giving away. So 
hit us up 928-235-5285 or hit us up after show bl across any social media the first person to do it is getting that free tier two package for the month of july and i got some shout outs too i got a shout out steve Cavino. shout out big yeah. steve shout out latino Cavino. um mm-hmm. shout out stick man shout out b riles tip dog shout out husky nipple and the husky mm-hmm. shake bro one day we'll bring them on and i'm we're gonna we're gonna show the husky shake um Shout out fucking, shout out Bones Jones and Hellraise. Uh, mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Shout out, shout out you, Daniel Javier Feats. Appreciate show, it, man. bro. The fucking after show, but later. Appreciate it, man. I, I really appreciate it. Shout out you, Doug, for fucking, honestly, and I'm not trying to swing from each other's nuts, but for fucking doing this every week and allowing me to continue this show because, dog, if I didn't, if I wasn't doing it with you, I don't, I don't know if I'd be doing it still. And it's something that, I love because it's an outlet for me every fucking week to talk about Covino and Rich and fucking because um, like I'll talk about I'll talk about Covino and Rich with like Luis and shit and like my sister. But for us to have a full on long conversation about the week, it's it's a little bit. Of, it's like therapy for me, you know, so I appreciate you fucking allowing me to do this as well. So likewise, same like, shit, bro. <laughs> like 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 Covino says, bro, and I hate to swing from his nuts. But this is, uh, I look forward to these couple of hours, and, and it is. It, it's therapy. It's, I'm listening to the show during the week, and I'm, I'm getting my opinions. And, and I share it with Husky, because Husky's there, and, you know, Husky listens to our shit. And so it's, everything Covino Rich talk about, pretty much if you're hella cool with someone, they'll, they'll, they'll enjoy it too, for the most part, right? If it gets your passion, then, you know, your homies are going to understand it and have an opinion as well. Um, you know what? You know what? What I've been getting, I've been getting a lot of feedback from people, and it's like, Doug, I don't think, like, our shit is, like, the funniest shit of all time, but it's definitely, like, entertaining. I think people, like, because what I've been hearing from people is that they, they do dig it. They do fucking enjoy it. They do look forward to it every week. So it, it makes me fucking happy because I know how much I enjoy Kavino and Rich and how much I enjoy podcasts in general. Right. Um, like, I was listening to one. I paused it so we can do this shit. Um, I, I know how much that brings joy to me as i'm doing the dishes i'm listening to a podcast you know as i'm fucking vacuuming i'm listening so if we could do that for somebody else it's fucking crazy to me it's crazy for me to think that there's people that are walking their dog and they're fucking listening to us you know it's fucking nuts to me even the growth of the show bro i remember i think what was the first one i was on was on 49 and uh, now you've got fucking we're at 80 you got merch out there bro we got the funky monkeys. We got we got some we got some followers, bro. We're getting some uh, you know some people that feel like they're becoming part of the after show, but later family. No, you know what's dope? I I told somebody um the other day I was talking to about the show, and um I was telling him, Doug, I think me and Johnny did like forty seven episodes or something, Doug, and we're already on eighty with you and I. So I was like, fuck, we've done almost as many shows. There, and that's what's crazy to me. Is that there's gonna it's Doug, it's like when you outlive your parents, right? Like or or you know, say your dad dies at thirty and you're fucking thirty-five, right? And it's like right. you're living longer than your dad ever lived. Like for me, it's crazy to think that like there's gonna be a point where me and you are doing this show longer than Johnny and I did it. Right. Which is like crazy because like this was like an idea that like, you know, we had where like this is cool, we can do this, this is this, and like it's crazy that like you're evolving, like us, we're evolving as a show to where now, you know, think about it like the original, like okay, we'll take this back to a Kavino and Rich fucking conversation where they had the original drummer of Blink One Eighty Two. The show is evolving to where 
you know, they're gonna know, oh, Al Kakui and Daniel, the after right. show, but later, we're gonna be like, oh, fuck, there was 40 some odd episodes where, he, you know, Daniel did it with somebody else. When right. all we're gonna know is, or all people are gonna know in the future was Al Kakui and Daniel. That's crazy. That's like crazy to me to think that, you know, I'm thinking five years down the road when we're doing it, you know, we're on episode 1000 or whatever, you know? I remember you almost broke my heart, bro, because I felt like there for a minute you, you didn't want to push forward. Remember? About what? Behind the velvet rope, bro. I remember you were like, man, you remember? And I was like, we got to do it, bro. We got momentum. You know what? Yeah, no, you're right. Cause, cause, and, you know, for me, because I was thinking, like, I don't know. Like, I knew you were down, but I was like, fuck, man. Like, it sucks because, like, what if, what if you're, like, I didn't know, like, you were as down as you are. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, if this dude, I'm like, yeah, we do a couple episodes, but then what if he gets bored or what if he's, like, you know? And so I was thinking, is it worth all the shit I'm going to put into it? If this dude's going to flake out in like three episodes or five episodes, you know? Yeah, to- totally understandable. That's why I was like, man, we got to we gotta get on board. You know, Covino's been showing us a lot of love and we got some momentum. And- no, and I thank you because you even told me, you were like, dude, you're like, we got to do this shit. Like every week we got to hit this shit. Like regardless, whatever we're doing, let's every week, let's get regardless. that consistency going. Regardless. Have get to, that bro. fucking episode out, you know? So, hey, the, so the I appreciate it, it, Doug. Fans deserve and, it, bro. Um, you, you got a lot to bring to the table, so we got to... We got to spread the word as we spread some cheeks and fucking mm-hmm. spread the love. But so always episode, wear the love. Episode number 80. Your boys D, El Kukui, the after show, but later. Should we uh, Let me know when you want to bring Baseline Train just, to this just, bad boy. If you're going to spread the love, make sure you spread it with a glove. So, and here we go. This is El Kukui, and you're listening to the after show, but later. There we go. There, There's one, there's one that... Uh, Another one that I like. So episode number 80, your boys D. Alcacoy, after show but later, after show BL across all social media. Alcacoy, I will see you next week, homie. Talk Peace, to you soon. baseline trade. On the road to the riches, cause it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning. Uh relax with us and take a trip to the heavens and come and spend a day in the 757.